idea. Welcome everybody. Saturday night. Here we are, Michael. Saturday night yet again. Mm. <laughs> Seems like it was only just Wednesday. That's right. Uh, yeah. like we have we have a Saturday night every week, don't we? Mm. So, yep. Yeah. Same same time, same back channel, whatever they used to say. That's right. Same mm. bad time. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day been? My day's been pretty good. I've been out, uh, went shopping today, sushi for lunch with the other half. Mm -hmm. So you bought uh, a new headset to make yourself sound a bit better. I have. I'm sick of people saying like I sound like I'm in a in a kitchen or a bathroom or anything. So I hope they appreciate it. We've we've gone and I've, I've spent some company money and bought a yeah, headset. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, what are you going to do about making your appearance better? Well, <laughs> a good head for radio, mate. That's why we do radio. It's why we don't do it on YouTube. Mm. Yeah, we do have to. We do have to do a bit of YouTube on, uh, or maybe YouTube will be Facebook Live on Wednesday night, mm. won't it? Maybe we'll have a crack at that. Yeah, when we when we unbox the first ten mm. print truck and life magazines. Well, we've been. Well, I shouldn't say we. Mm. Uh, I printed out some envelopes and labels today. Have you? And because we've had to. Um, Mail out a few of the stragglers. <clears throat> We've still got a few to go. If you're still out there, you can still subscribe, truckandlight.net.au. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so Blondie's been up there sticking um, labels on envelopes. Yeah, so it's been like a sheltered workshop at your joint today then. Oh, jeez. I think she's out there listening, mate, so I wouldn't say <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, she's she's done a fantastic job there this afternoon while supplying, always, while supplying dinner to us all. We've got some friends over tonight. All right, ben eh? and Tanya and Callum, you're yeah. out there listening, so dig into all that right. pizza. She always does a fantastic job. Blondie yeah. does. Yeah. You know, so, she, did, she did me eggs and bacon last time I was up there, mate. She even chopped me little things up because I was in, I had the arm in a sling and she... Chop me toast up for me. Everything was really cool. Does she look after you like that? No. Hey, there you go. No, she's only doing that because she thinks you're a child. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Well, that's what she said after you left. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've got, got some guests on tonight. You've been out there doing a bit of work for us. We, yeah, we, we, we've sort of decided to, to have a couple of guests. Yogi's running late as usual. I hope he's got a leave pass. He's on his way over, though. Oh, he's on the, that big bit of flat country over there, somewhere yeah, that's got a big bite, apparently. Does it? It's yeah. over there. He was, I know he was trying to get to Nullarbor this evening. Well, he's got to be within 20k. Unless times have changed, he's got to be within 20k of Nullarbor to get phone service. So, yeah. That's. Uh, about how it goes out there. I think that's what he was trying to do. Mm, so he'll be doing that, I'd imagine. And and uh, CJ from uh, Trucking with CJ and uh, other things will be joining us in a very very short time. Don't give it and, all away yet. Don't give it no, away. okay, I won't. I won't give it all away yet. Then no, no. But, uh, looking forward to tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. Um, it is. Been floating through old casino town there a couple of times in the last week. Yeah, town, yep. What's yeah. going on out there? Well, we went over the other day. I did get Blondie took a photo. We stopped and took a photo of the entrance into town. And right. I said, get a photo of that and put it on Facebook. Yep. I haven't seen it yet, so. Haven't you? No. 
So she probably should put that up tonight, like we're all getting ready to head to casino. Yeah. Release of some kind of magazine going on up there too, I believe. This time next week, mate. Mm. This time next week. Oh, no better, better let the listeners know too that we What's may that? not be on air next Saturday night. Next Saturday night could be a challenge. Mm. If you want to talk to us, you might want to come to Casino. Yep. Mm. Yep, yep. Could be stuck behind a bar somewhere or in front of That's a bar. Him. Or popping up some table or something. Lying, um, lying on the ground near the bar. Lying on the ground near the bar. <laughs> Got the same issue with the regular Monday podcast as well. I was having a chat with Andy today while we were recording the news. Mm. And Andy is going to record a Christmas in July special. Mm-hmm. For Monday week, so I don't have any press. But I, I tried to tell him it was going to be August by the time it played. He said, "Doesn't matter." Mm. So that's to take care of your inability to create a show that week. That's right. Right. Yeah. Andy, thanks, Andy. Uh, that's that's terrific. It is terrific, isn't it? Andy, Andy's got me back as usual. Mm. Please do that one. And of course, we've, we've got the other challenge at the other end of August when we go over to Alice Springs. We're going to have another challenge there as well. So. Oh, we'll be out there on a Saturday night, eh? That's, we will. We'll be, we'll be out there on a Saturday night. I might have to take the two other big suitcases with me too then. Mm, I don't know about that because we'll be having dinner. Right. There'll be a, there's the uh, Transport Women Australian limited uh, dream makers dinner or something we've been invited in. I'll just set um, it all up on the table. I think you should. That'd be right. Just set a microphone up in the middle of the table. There'll be blokes grabbing ears. It'll be a, there'll be a million kilometres done out there and it's just going to be quite incredible. There'd be some nice stories there to listen to, wouldn't there? Yeah, not pretty sure that not all of them are <laughs> safe for work, though. Yeah. Very yeah. sure that we might have to edit some of them. Mm. Well, we might might go to um, a bit of a song. I'm sorry, people, if you've heard these ones before, but that's what happens on radio. Yeah. Um, and get, get CJ in. We will. So right we'll go to a bit of Johnny Diesel because you just can't go wrong, eh? Let's get injected.
We're back, everyone. We're back. Not, our guest has been back not with CJ. And would you like to explain to our listeners of what you've done, Michael? No, not at all. Right, eh? Well, I'll, I'll explain it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, able... just, we've had a time difference issue here. We, we have. Mm. It's my, my fault. You know what the worst part about the most embarrassing part about it is? I actually clarified with uh, CJ before when I was talking to her. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly what the time difference was, and then I failed to communicate that information to you. Mm. And even when we talked about it before we started, I didn't pick up on the mistake. Mm. Uh, that'll tell you how brain dead I can be sometimes. I was going to say incompetent, but brain dead's good too. <laughs> but anyway, we, we'll recover. We will recover. We will rebuild it. Mm. We'll have, she's just. Uh, she just smashing down a uh, a cannery, she said, mm. uh, because she thought that she had time, and she did have time to go and uh, have a cannery. Ooh, just hang on now. I think we've got we've got the big bear coming in. Have we? Yeah. Well, get a yogi. You are live. Just in case oh. you swear or something. No, no. I'll but... be butted on both sides. You would be. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so so we just... hey, oh, dandy lines. You wouldn't read about it. I'm actually live on the radio on Saturday night live. Yeah, uh, no, I just managed to pull up Malibor Radio. Malibor. Right. Yeah, so we still have no phone range between the border and Malibor mm. at all. Yep. So, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a Telstra <laughs> issue. Does. Uh, oh. Yeah, turn him up a bit. Can you turn him up a bit? The bear sounds quiet. Oh, he's just going to talk louder. Oh. All right, I'll talk a little bit louder. I'm in the soundproof booth in the padded cell tonight. So, yeah, oh, yeah. up here for me a little bit of a break. But may, maybe it's the SA government that it's broken. They can't afford the wide in the road and get a phone tower out of here, right? Mm, it's a bit well, of a challenge. Mm. They can't even do it at Sleepy <laughs> Hollow, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah mate. When, when are they going to widen this bit out here in the Nullarbor? It is terrible. Look, from from about, oh, we'll start off the Nullarbor to the border. Seems like the same bit of road since they put it out here in the 60s. Has it got bitumen oh. on it? Yeah, you only got to shut a few gates now. It's not too bad. So, yeah. <laughs> how, many cat- how many cattle ranks? Yeah. yeah, a couple of grids, a couple, couple of gates. Yeah, it works out all right. Ah, so what's that? That's you for the night, Yogi. You're gonna go and have a couple of middies. Nah, 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 nah. nah. No, do you, do you know? Do you not know what this week is? One week to a casino truck show, and one week, and I'm about three and a half thousand kilometres from casino truck show at the moment. So, no, soldier on. We're gonna sit here for a little bit, have a little chat on the radio, uh, quietly cut myself off, and wander off into the night. Mm. Well, well. You, you, you don't don't feel as though you need to stay, mate, because it's more important for you to get out there and make a mile, dude. No, you know what's important for me, Mike, is to have an NHBR logbook work diary for speed break. <laughs> ah, yes. all right, because we're in this state now where I need to have a fatigue break. Whether I want it or not, I'm yep. going to have a little fatigue break here. Yeah, and yep. I'm okay. So yeah, seven, okay. seven hours, you only just started your book, though, a little bit ago. Yeah, correct. I have only just started my book a little bit. Of, That's because you have a seven-hour break at Euclid. Of course you would. Oh, Everybody yeah, does. 
Everybody yeah. does. I know I used to. Mm. I, I had a break from about four weeks ago since I come over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you lot and your bloody WA laws. Yeah. No, I know the best laws in the country. Rub it in. But anyway, that is what it is. Because apparently, no, apparently, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Do you not watch your listen to your podcast and read your stories, Mike? Give him a flogging. It's not the Wild West. Our not. system is quite intense and in yeah. depth. It's just a smart system. Mm. <laughs> it's a smart system. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying your system is a dumb system. I'm just saying <laughs> it's a smart system. No, no, you wouldn't dare say. Wouldn't dare no, say no, 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 I wouldn't say that at all. I wouldn't, wouldn't dare. Say. I think you'd be you a brave man calling it a system. <laughs> I'm just being politically. Is, 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 is it in fact a system? This is what we want to know. <laughs> oh, oh. Welcome to the Saturday night session. Is it a system? Is it what it is? Or, or, or not? Oh. It's not a system. So, so are you travelling alone, are you? Or is uh, Amanda with you? No, I've got PJ with me, and Amanda's at a netball carnival in Esperance. Mm. Oh, right, eh? Yeah, she's going to be a couple of days behind me, and then still, because catch she you. doesn't have any fatigue laws, she'll catch me. <laughs> right, eh? <laughs> yeah. Right, eh? Yeah, one week. Yeah, she can take a bit of a shortcut, people. too. She can sort of cut across country as well. You're, you're, take, you're going the long way, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing I'm going around the coast to coast. That's what I'm going to do is, uh, mm. yeah, coast. Who you know. Who, who where, where, someone at a shopping centre or something like that? There seems to be a lot of background noise tonight. Yeah, that, that's because there's a party going on just out at, at the back of the studio with Evan's head. Mm. Oh. They're getting a bit rowdy. Oh. Tell you what, it's hard to calm some people down. Right. It's actually amazing. Is that picking that up, is it, Gagey? Oh, yeah. Loud and loud. I can, I can barely hear Mike, you know. So, yeah. yeah, you can yeah. hear it as plain as day. Well, that's yeah, a good thing like if you can't hear Mike. Mm. Oh, well, I want to hear Mike. I like Mike. He's oh, do you? Chuck him off. I like him. Mm. Mm. We haven't spoken much this week. I've missed a couple of meetings this week, and we're uh, yeah. Yeah, we're everywhere. Yeah, no, we're, we, 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 we've got some things done by text message, though. We're right. Mm. Yeah, correct. Monday. So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going by the coast. I've got Adelaide on Monday. I've got Portland on Monday afternoon. I've got Wangaratta on Tuesday, and then I'll be heading up to Casino. Oh, eh? Yeah, I'm going to do it the hard way, gentlemen. And I really, really, really wanted to be a day in, or two in front of myself, but I'm not, and it is what it is. So, are you going uh, to be at Evans Head next Wednesday night? Is that you reckon you're going to be able to manage to do that? Uh, I, I might be, but again, I might have a little note from my mum, and I might be a little bit late. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't reckon I'll be there for the radio, but I might be there in the uh, in the time slot to say happy birthday to the cat guy. Mm. Well, because we've got the uh, live Facebook live unboxing of the first ten magazines planned for next mm. Wednesday night. Oh, have we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, that must have mm. mean that I uh, that I missed I missed the uh, I missed that meeting. You missed that meeting? Yeah. Yeah, because look, sure. I don't actually have any magazines here at my joint. They're all up at Grace. Mm. Oh, I know. I heard a rumour that you were going to get them and then you didn't get them. So that I was didn't pretty, get them. Uh, pretty funny. And uh, so I actually had the printer on the phone today asking me if I actually had a uh, physical copy. And I said, no, and I blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. 
way I'm setting the printer. Start blaming you. I didn't get one, and I'm blaming you. That's the way to strike a relay in the streets. And then, up, I said, then I said to him, I said to him, we're gonna we're gonna have the live unboxing next Wednesday night, right? Yeah. I said that, and I said, so if there's anything weird and wonderful you don't want to see on social media, you better tell me now. Because <laughs> he's got a bit of a sense of humour, this bloke. Oh, he's a good printer. We're liking yeah. his relationship with the printer. Yeah, so he's got a bit of a sense of humour, and you never know. There could be anything. I was, I was worried you might open the box and there could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, you woman. And, I, and, I, and of course, he, he, didn't, he wouldn't have known well. We were never planning to do the unboxing of the first ten on live uh, yeah, on yeah. Facebook Live or on you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and due to circumstances we thought, well we'll make we'll make a little bit of mileage out of this. We'll do a Facebook live unboxing. Yeah. And uh, and then it occurred to me, oh, he was gonna send those to me. And we've yeah. had a few jokes over the phone and a bit of a combo and you know, we sort of realised how each other rolls a little bit. And it occurred to me while we were talking about it that there might be something on social media in the box. Yeah. Oh, we'll pick we'll pick better, we'll pick a good box. We better we better check that. There wasn't you didn't <laughs> order anything extra special, did you, Michael? No, no, I did not. Mm. No. You didn't no, send any photos in of yourself and... No. No, no, no caricatures. No caricatures, no. Nothing from your OnlyFans page? <laughs> Nothing from the OnlyFans page, no. Right. no. Just in case, because there is a big roll there with some big posters in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's some big fans out there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Some, some big Mike. Big Mike. Not Magic Mike, is it? It's funny you say that, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm going to hear Look. something here that we didn't want to, Yogi. That'd <laughs> no, no, be magical. Right. Well, well I, I've been called Magic Mike before by one of the people in the pay office at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, someone with a crush. So I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> someone, <laughs> what'd you do? Your paperwork, right? <laughs> one driver that did your actual book work right. Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. But all I can say to you is I hope it's not a crush mystery if uh, the particular person shares the same um, gen- uh, the same gender as I do. We, we don't want to crush. And he's married. He's happily married and so am I. So we don't need that. Uh, so, but he, but uh, he, he's been he's referred to me as magic now. I don't know. It's just something that sort of happened, rubbed off. Because oh, you, you're from New South Wales, you're all a bit on up there. <laughs> oi, oi, dear, oh dear. <laughs> That's just not right, buddy. No, because it's actually a South Coast thing. Dear, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I, I can't be slagging off against New South Wales because I am going into New South Wales no. Now, looking forward to a weekend at Casino, mm. Northern New South Wales. Northern New South Wales. Yeah, Northern Rooney. Yeah. There was someone. There was another person that used to call me Magic as well. Yep. Claire, was that Claire? Claire, Claire when you made some disappear? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that page gone? Magic. Claire, Claire Bear used to call me. Uh, used to call me Magic. Oh, yeah, right. Eh? Yeah, okay. okay. Claire, Who's Claire, that? Claire, 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 Cla
Yeah, we won't we won't use real names. Claire Bear, if you're out there listening, you know who you are. I love you, yeah. mate. Yeah. She used to call me Magic. Yeah. Um, so it's happened before. It's not not an unusual yeah. thing. Yeah, righto, righto, righto. That's twice. <laughs> twice you've twice. been called Magic. I was called Magic when I was younger a few times, but for a different reason. Because uh-huh. yeah. he was good on the basketball field. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I've never been good on the basketball field, mate. <laughs> of course, I never got that wrong, did I? No, never been good on the basketball field. I was half reasonable on a rugby pitch once upon a time, but that was a long time ago as well. Mm. Fish on the front row, can't go wrong. So, I was yeah, too. Yeah. I was too. On the play, played the front row. Uh, got a couple, a couple of teeth rolling in. Oh, it is safe travel. Oh, mm. here's the dingo. Here's the dingo running around out in front of me truck here, eh? I had one about yeah. Mike's girlfriend. Really? Oh, really? Well, did you have a text message about my girlfriend? Mike's girlfriend that used to call you Magic. Well, one of them, yeah. I'd be, <laughs> be surprised who's listening out there tonight, their name, Mike. I don't want to know. Oh. Anyway. I don't want to know. Maybe you should just... That, that's all right. That'd be a badge of honour, wouldn't it? Magic Mike. Well, what it was at the time it was, yeah. Mm. And I'll tell you what, I'd love to see you run 100 metres. <laughs> <laughs> I don't reckon I'd get 25 metres, mate. Yeah. yeah? I couldn't run out of sight in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Rose and I were in the buddy shopping centre, the Sabo. I had to pull up and have a sit down and have a rest, mate. Your knee was killing me. Yeah? Yeah, I, know, I, I need to lose about like 30 kilos. Did she have you in the shopping trolley in the baby seat thing? Or? Mate, she, she bloody well should have. I should have had a muzzle on me. Mm. You need like one of those road train shopping trolleys. Like, I do. You know, I do. What do you call that? Is it an A-double or a road train? Probably an A. Probably, there'd probably be a road train. I know what it'd be. Oh. It'd be one of those wide load signs across my ass. That's what I need. In Sydney, it'd be an A-double, wouldn't it? Probably would be. Can't have a road, yeah. can't have a road train running through the supermarkets in Sydney. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. We, we must be on a we must be on a thirty second delay because the, the 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 New South Wales plans for starting the game is tipping a Western Australian dog. Western oh, Australian dog. dog. Oh. oh, the fox has weighed in on it. Really? In New South Wales. Yeah, you wouldn't read about it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. South yeah, Wales or what? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I mean, mm. you do realise you like, there is another there is other states. It's not the first state. Or the premier state, or the only state. What do you got on your number plate these days? In New South Wales, well, we were the yeah. premier, but I think he was only referring to himself in that. That's that right. Area. The premier, the premier <laughs> state. The, the first state. Did you have that for a while? Oh, was that us or that was Victorian? Right? Wasn't it the first state? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You're laying claim to that one. That it was. I know what Victoria state. should have on it now. I love you, Dean. A hopeless state. <laughs> State of confusion. How about that? They could have a state of confusion. Yeah, they're just in the cancel culture down there, eh? Cancel everything. Cancel the games. Cancel this. Cancel that. What a bloody embarrassment that was. Oh, ain't it terrible? Isn't it terrible? Yeah, it's funny too, isn't it? Because they talk the money. It's only like ones, twos, and threes and fours. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, we sort of misjudged this by $4 billion. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it's only four, billion. only four. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, made a, I made a four billion dollar miscalculation on my bank statement oh, the other day. Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. three kids misspent their lunch money on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, four billion dollars. Well, mm. hey, hang on a minute. They are like kids, and they probably did spend their lunch money on Tuesday. I've got a, I've got a little bit of a human interest story here for you, Yogi. No, oh, yeah, 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 I'm a human and I'm interested. From Western Australia, right? This is Western Australia. I don't know if you've won into these two birds. Yeah. Anna and Anna and Lucy to sink, 35. Right. right. They, uh, they've had, done a bit of an interview. Identical twins. They yeah. Are, and they shared the same fiancé for a while. Wow. <laughs> what? So they took turns at the same time. Yeah, they've had yeah no well not not together. Right, they would go out. They would be you know they wear the same clothes. They've had some plastic surgery and all that, uh, and they've limited the number of differences between them. They're both absolutely identical, and uh, they uh, they shared the same boyfriend. Did they do oh. it as a joke or? I don't know. Sharing a boyfriend for them is a means that, that they can get together all the time. No jealousy. Oh, I, sorry, no, sorry, it wasn't the same time. <laughs> and that's, ben, that's a human ben, interest story. Ben, ben does his own things to try and please both of us. If Ben is, uh, does something with one twin in the bedroom, he does it with the other. <laughs> Are you sorry? How? 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 Uh, Half past seven on a Saturday night, we end up at news.com. Mate, I'm sorry. Like I'm took... literally just waiting on the conversation. I thought we might have gone a little bit longer. Mm. That took that took a weird turn. I thought that they were doing it without him together, but as I scrolled down the story, <laughs> one of those things that looks all right at the start, it's like that road that you feel as though it might be all right, then you drive down a little bit and go, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, really? Should really be shouldn't be oh. here. Right, eh? I've got both trails so, in the corner. Oh, so when you good. when you oh, hear people dear. say that, that one girlfriend's hard work, <laughs> oh, I what know, you, I know. What do you do when you got two? Anyone, I don't know. Anyone do that? I mean, I, I love my wife, but I don't reckon I'd have a couple of them <laughs> on the go at one point. No, no way, no. What yeah. a shamble that'd be. And I'd, I'd say Amanda would say the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't think she wants a wife either. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't think she does. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly not two of them. And certainly that's not two right. of them. That's right, that's right, that's right. I can be fairly certain that I can tell you now that Rose wouldn't want two of me. She struggles enough with one. Mm, I, so, I could well believe that. Yeah. There you go. What have you been doing? You've been trucking this week there, Magic Mike? Well, I have, mate. I've been out in the Daffodine and had a bit of a go. I'm going out tomorrow afternoon, actually. What's that? Sunday? It's Sunday, yeah. I'm going to slip down uh, 31 and, and uh, might stop at the uh, BP at uh, Maroolan and hand out a few flyers and say good day to a few of the boys and wander on down so I can load on Monday morning, get back and, you know, get unloaded and sort of then head up to casino so I can be up at Evans Head in time for the unboxing on Wednesday night. I've, yeah. I've got my I've got my priorities sorted out, mate. I'm, I've worked it all out. 
Shut up. <laughs> Bloody hell, no. someone just texted me and said, I'd love to see a photo of you in the Dapwood. It won't be. Oh, right. I'll get down to my room. Is that, is that from your only fans group? Or? I'm it's from, yeah, it's from yeah, only, right. one of my only fans. Uh, Pay your five dollars nine and you'll see it. That's mm. right. Pay your five dollars nine and you'll see a photo. Yeah. That's right. You got, I'll, I'll sit. Melbourne, Melbourne can laugh at the end up on the inside car. 
we'll see how long these last. But anyway, no, Timo, he's not my biological brother. But look, it, it comes up a lot in conversation. But uh, the, the TV show, if anyone knows anything about the TV, they'll ask you a question. And whether you answer that question right or wrong, they'll record what you answer. So they'll ask me 20 times a day, what are we doing today and what could go wrong? Well, nothing. Today we're driving across Australia. Yeah, but what could go wrong? Well, nothing will go wrong. You know, we're going to drive across Australia. But yeah, but what could go wrong, you know? And so if you, if you say that I could trip over that dingo and fall in that hole and, you know, get run over by this bloke that's driving around the parking bay like a tool here and a little rigid that he really should slow down like a fog, um, <laughs> you know, it probably could happen. So, yeah, so whether whether or not, uh, yeah, it was, he was framed like that or not, it is what it is. So, yeah. I think he might have. I think he might have been one of those fellows who was a little bit out there, and they yep. didn't do him any favours. Yeah, yeah, they probably just asked him the right questions and put the right people with him, and he yeah. might have said the right answers and done the wrong things, you know. Yeah. But who would have thought that they would make a TV show purely for entertainment? Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's well, that's what it was. Time. It was. It's entertaining. Like, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, well, well, yeah, people. Well, some we, people we, loved it. It's what, yeah. what it was. So obviously, it it rated well. So people and you got to, they went back you, more than you once. You got to remember. You got to remember that we're not the target audience. No, no, we're not. People that drive trucks are not the target audience at all. Yeah. Well, this is true, I suppose. Anyway, yeah, funny, so funny stories all around, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had a laugh at it. Yeah, I've had a laugh oh, at so it. Yeah. So I, I actually still watch it if, if it's on. I've, you know, we, I've, we, I've, had a, I've had a laugh at Yogi on it. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. My kids <laughs> have asked me if I made it. Did you make it, Dad? I'm simple. I'm sitting here. Like, oh, great work. Stay tuned on next week. <laughs> <laughs> She's a challenge. Sitting there watching the TV. Just going, oh, are you going to make it, Dad? Are you going to make it to Melbourne in three days? Yeah, I made it because I'm back here. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's entertainment, eh? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what does make me laugh. We'll get it. You'll see it all this weekend. People ask me about kids, right? And, I, yeah, kids are all, you know, one's 17 and a half, one's 14 and one's working and one's six foot four and, one, you know, one's got a car and a girlfriend and but the other one's working on cars and boyfriends. And they're like, nah, but they're only this little. That was about eight years ago. <laughs> you know, like, now they're, they're grown up now. Like, mm. yeah. And you can't just say, well, oh, sorry, that was my previous life. Yeah, no, this is my life because I've still got the, my wife. has got, you know, you never mistake the curls that are on TV. Yeah. So they're still there. <laughs> Even after eight years, they're still there. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we anyway. might go to a song. And see if we can so find we uh, to... CJ at the right time, Michael. At right the right time. time, that's right, that's right. Yeah, you all mm -hmm. hold on. Now I've, I've had a had a had a song request. Have you? And I asked for some clarification, but they didn't respond. So they'll get what they're given, eh? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right, yeah, eh? Good. Bit of Eddie Rabbit. We'll, Eddie Rabbit. We'll come right back.
We're back, everybody. <laughs> what, a, uh, what a song by the Fox. You want to back announce the Fox? That, that was a was... song. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy by the Fox. Yeah, driving my life away. Which would, he probably maybe. he probably would have preferred the Red Atkins version. Ah, well, he, as I said, he didn't get back to me in time, so he didn't got he? what he was given. Yeah. yeah no, the Eddie Rabbit oh. version's all right, but the Red Atkins version is probably the one that's a little bit more. Oh, uh, right now is he driving his life away tonight? Tonight, I think the Fox is out foxing around some henhouses. I think at the moment, I think he's out working tonight. No, nah, Saturday he wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you never know with that box, I'll tell you. Anyway, we've got CJ on the line here. Welcome to Saturday Night Radio, On The Road Radio Live, CJ. How are you? Hey, everyone. How are we? We're great. And you? Good. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Well, not long now, CJ, before you wander up to the Northern River, it's just going to point out that it is 24, 25, 26 degrees up there at the moment. Yep. Oh, I know. I saw the I saw the uh, temperatures today. I'm very excited, but I think mm. it's going to cool yeah. down. So I'm, I worry I'm bringing the cold weather with me. No, I oh, think we're in for some no. next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. It's actually yeah, quite hot today. We're nearly nearly out to the singlet stage today. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that, well yeah. you must be having a party there. You got all your mates around, all your neighbours around, all on your lawns, having a bit of a shenanigan, bit of a get together. You know. Did you have the singlet pictures on your OnlyFans page, did you, mate? I did. <laughs> Didn't you see them? I don't pay yeah, five. I wouldn't pay five dollars sixty to look at your OnlyFans page. Yeah, I, we're, we're, I bet we're you going. would actually. <laughs> We've got the DJ uh, here. We're not talking about OnlyFans or dot com, all right? You lot, come on, all right? All right. Oh, keep it clean, CJ, Michael. Get off that, you know, that ridiculous social media stuff. We've got CJ here. She's going to talk to us about where are you going? You going to see Petey tomorrow? Yeah, I am. Yep. Okay. Just the usual right. trip. So when just, when are you wandering up to casino, or do, does people know you're going to casino? I'm, I don't know. Do they? they? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely coming. <laughs> They know now. It's not. It's no longer a secret. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that. it's just yeah. us, CJ. Are you coming up to casino? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to fly up on Friday, and then right. um, I'm coming off night shift, so I might be a bit rough. But yeah, so I fly up Friday to Gold Coast, and then I've got to try and figure it out. I think I might just hire a car and come down Friday, Arvo, and spend yep. the weekend down there. Yeah, I right, eh? So you mm. you might be a little bit rough around the edges on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, the last night shift I did, I struggled. So, but hopefully we'll be a bit better this time. And yeah, I'm sure we'll be fine. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Now, now the big the big question is how do I get away with saying I'm gonna look a bit rough that I've come off night shift and I've gone over overthought. Well, so yeah, <laughs> I think people just think I'm rough all around. You know, I'm just, I'm 26 years of night shift, so I just look a bit rough. I'm doing all right. I'm 33 on Friday, so it's not too bad. So, yeah. Sorry? How old? You're actually 33. 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah, 33. Don't tell anyone. I'll stretch 33, all right? Oh, that's all right, because I'm 27 on Wednesday. Yeah, I know. Rockin' sweetheart on you two fellas, if that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Night shift. I was only telling my neighbour that, and I said, come over Wednesday night. He he said, well, it was my birthday. I said, I'm only 27. Yeah. And he said, oh, cool, come over Thursday, because it's my 30th. 
<laughs> and if he is listening, he does have a couple of years on me. Yep. Three, apparently. Three. <laughs> and her play is uh, My wifey's on Thursday as well. So, yeah. Wow, there's a lot of birthdays. Yeah, yeah it's not my birthday though, CJ, so that, you know. Oh. Well, I'm going to say two, uh, two of my sister's birthday was this week and my niece was born this week. So it's a pretty special week. Mm. Oh, no, you're right. No, you're right. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good time. Right. <laughs> Great time. Yeah. Mm. So where are you heading off to tomorrow, CJ? Do you say Port Augusta um, or? Nah, I'm going to Cooper Pedy tomorrow. So the, the two day trip. Yeah. But now I'm devastated to know they'll. Hey? Two days. Yeah, so um, I'll, I loaded myself tonight, so I'm just going up in a double tomorrow, so it shouldn't be too bad, and then get up there, unload, and then uh, drive back empty on Monday. Right. Okay. And when you talk mm. doubles over there, you're talking just two trains, like a road train or a B-double? Uh, just, a, just a double road train. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So normally normally I'm taking an AB triple up there, but that needs to do something else on Monday, so... I'll take up a different a different combination tomorrow. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, what, do you sleep in the truck up there or you got some accommodation? You... Yeah, typically we sleep in the truck. Um, tomorrow I'm in the 409, so it's quite a small truck, but I actually don't mind it. The boys typically um, get accommodation. So the Outback Bar and Grill, they have a, a motel room there, which are really nice. But because um, yeah. it's nice and cold, I think I'll sleep in the truck and – yeah, normally if it's over like 30 or so degrees, then we'll get a cabin just to keep us nice and cool. Yep. Yeah, mad if you don't. Yeah, mad if you yeah. don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the 409 doesn't have an ice pack on it, so and it doesn't have any ventilation because it's one of, I don't know, it doesn't have the, the little windows, so oh, it gets pretty stuffy mm. in there. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. only an IT bunk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I just feel like I'm in, I, to, for me, yeah, for me it feels like I'm sleeping in a swag, so it doesn't bother me at all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get to spend any time out there or you just turn and burn? I just, yeah, just get up there, unload, have dinner, go straight to sleep and come straight back. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's actually an interesting place to be, to have a look around. I don't know if you've ever had that opportunity. Yeah, I drove to Darwin um, in 2020. So Mm. we um, did a quick look around, went out to um, the breakaways, which is really cool and um, we stayed underground and stuff like that. So that was a good experience. But now, literally, I just turn right, go straight into the servo, and then straight back out. So, but I have got um a local that's giving me some opal tomorrow. So I'm very excited to meet up with him to get some fresh like opal. <laughs> mm. Well done. Mm. Yeah, we we went out there, spent oh, two nights out there, I think, with the kids, and it's actually interesting to watch them um fossicking around in a big pile of dirt out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting, actually. Um, someone I went to high school with happens to be out there, um, and he was on the Discovery Channel's Opal Hunters show. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I had dinner with him and some of his other mining friends recently and learnt quite a lot about it. So they're doing an, yeah. o- they're doing an open-cut mine out there, though, not an underground. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you had a chance to look at the underground houses and things out there? Yeah, so we stayed in one back when I did the trip to Darwin. So... Yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't yeah. believe it. There was one there we looked at. I think they even had a pool underground. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It gets pretty hot for, out there, that's for sure. Yeah, great for shift workers if you want to go and um, oh, close off yeah. for the night with a very dark room because there's absolutely no light there. 
Yeah. yeah, it's the opposite of my bedroom. I've got a skylight right above my bed, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an interesting place, though. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah no, it's very cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Not a bad area either. The road's pretty good all the way up there, isn't it? Uh, we've got a lot of roadworks at the moment. Oh, so right it's on. very slow going. Yeah, but hopefully tomorrow being Sunday, I'm hoping that they're kind of shut down. Um, yep. There are some certain patches of the road that have actually like um, there's a certain section where the side of the road's kind of skipped out. Um, so you've got to be quite careful. But yeah, they're doing a lot of road work. So it's a very slow process at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know, it's necessary and you just got to suck it up and add an extra hour to your trip. And like that trip is very like time, time, um, uh, you know, efficient. You really are doing your minimum breaks to get up there and unload in time. So Sometimes you don't have to worry about that so much, but I find a bit of pressure, not pressure, but you know, got to be careful with what I say here. But yeah, it's, it's, it is a quite a tight trip. Mm. Yeah, we get it. You got to keep on it. You sort of got to keep at it all day to get consistently to where you got to get to. And uh, yeah, yeah we all understand that what it's all about. So yeah. Yeah, because sometimes I, um, I run out of hours. Like if I have to load in the morning and then when I get up there, I have to unload in the morning and that just like puts your whole trip back. You know, you want to, yes. you're happy to do your big, big push on your day one and then just have a nice cruisy run back on day two. There's nothing worse than having to unload for two hours, you know, at 4 a.m. and then go back all feeling shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm. We, we yeah. all, we all, I'll, I'll do the same. I want to load the day before and then literally get up fresh, get yeah. stuck yeah. and then just drive. We all do it. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we understand it. That, you know, you just, I don't know, you feel better if you've, if you're sharing in the morning or share at night, person, but I'd share at night, get up in the morning, go to work, feeling good. So, yeah. yeah like, and I, I like, quite like, yeah, recently I did two back to back trips and it's, it kind of made me realize I think I would prefer to do work where I'm just like living in a truck for a certain amount of days because, mm. you know, you, you do the big days, you, once you're done, you sleep straight away, you wake up, you start your truck while you wake up, do you walk around and then you're gone. You, you don't have to worry mm. about commuting home. And doing like life, you just it's like it's a big FIFO, like just get get those days done, and then on your days off, you're at home. I find if you try to incorporate everyday life as well on those weeks, it's a bit too much. So mm. that was a bit of an eye opener. I thought I'd struggle, but I actually probably enjoyed it a lot more because uh, oh, you're saving yourself you're like. You're going to get bitten by the bug. You are going to get bugs. You got the bug. You got the bug. Oh, yeah, the bug's nibbling at your toes. It's going to bite you. Yeah, next time we talk to CJ, she'll be away for six weeks. Anyway, I've done a six-week stint. I'm uh, falling out of Port Edwin, and I'm, I'm going to head home, I think. Mean. <laughs> Look, <laughs> not, if, not if, if, Sonny, <laughs> if Sonny was with me in the truck, sure. <laughs> but he's my he's my guiding star coming, bringing me home. But, yeah, if my dog... Sunny could be with me in the truck. I think I would definitely be bitten for sure. Mm. Yeah. So you yeah, coming out, like of... out here at the moment? Yeah, hey? I wouldn't like it out here at the moment. I Sunny wouldn't like it being out here in another mall. There's about three DJs walking around the front of me truck here at the moment. So yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the roadhouse, the big sign up. Don't feed the dingoes. So yeah. Oh yeah, Sunny would definitely be staying in the truck. He's a big boy, but he's my bigger. Uh, Delicate boy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to worry about Ollie here when we were going across the paddock, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen dingoes out here for a long time. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. used to be a white one that was near yep. uh, near Malabar there that we used to see from time to time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 
but I was always worried that Ollie was going to take off after a bloody dingo or something. Yeah. Pick up a fence and just launch it out. <laughs> out the well, that, but he blew. He blew. Yeah. He's such a wimp. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually seen a um, few wild dogs up there, Mike, on Picton Road. Hey? On Picton Road. I think it was, we were talking to you the other day about a parking bay. I was heading back up that way out of, out of the gong. Something's just wrong. Quiet. And um, we were looking at, I was pulling up there and I pulled up and there was quite a few wild dogs hanging around on a mm, parking bay there on Picton Road. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. There you go. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know what's happening. I'm quiet now. You're quiet. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> I've just moved the uh, moved the connection. I don't know whether I'm about to bump something or. Oh, it's Mike's technical issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not your not your technical no, issues. That's always Mike's yours. Thing. It's never mine. No, this seems to be the start of all our radio sessions. No, it's you, not me. Yeah, no, it's no. you, not me. No, you sort your problem out. It's yeah. not me. And it's never, never the tech guy. And it's never me. Yeah, never the deck guy. Craig's trying to have everyone believe he doesn't have issues. Believe me. No, he's just, just sitting here. He has, he has issues. Believe me. So, CJ, you're you're dragging everything out of Adelaide, or? Yeah, yep. So, yeah, out of the Osborne Terminal. So, I mean, can uh, you take a triple heads. out of there, or you got to? Yeah, so we are based in Regency Park and yeah. we've got a permit that means that we can pull the AB triple out of our yard straight onto the South Road um, and then onto the Northern Connector. Okay. So I know that before I started, I think we had a, a 608 or something. Yeah, the combination they had was too long and so they had to hook it up elsewhere. Yeah. But luckily now we can uh, take it straight in and out. Uh, right, mm. that's a bit more convenient then. Oh, it'd be a nightmare if I had to hook it up elsewhere. Yeah, because loaded up, enough. Yeah, yeah, hooking up loaded trucks is never nice. Mm. And it's no. a fair way out too, isn't it? Do you how far out do you have to go? The passport Wakefield to do that? I honestly don't know because I've been quite spoiled in the time <laughs> that I've been there. That hasn't been something that they've had to do. I think they've had the permits since I've been there. Oh, so okay. this was uh, prior to me being around, but um, yeah, it must just fall under a certain. I, I haven't seen one the length that I go. To where I am, they yeah. all kind of um, pull off a few stops before me. But I think this is like the the cutoff. I don't think you could, you definitely couldn't go any further towards the city from where I am. They do it a little bit different in South Australia. They got different um, different uh, long vehicle signs on the front for different combinations as well. Mm. So there is mm. there is different lengths and different allowances in South Australia. I've noticed there depends on your. Yeah, and what the yeah, because that confused me as well when I first started doing the road train stuff because there'd be like a double road train, but it's that um, they were going a hundred or whatever, and the long vehicle. Um, I don't have this the like the, uh, the stats, but yeah, south of Port Augusta, if you're a road train, you should be travelling at ninety k's an hour as well, um, which is just like so slow once you've been once you coming south and you hit Port Augusta and you have to go back to ninety. Oh, it feels like you're crawling. But uh, yeah. you got to do the be right mine thing. All the way. Oh, that would have been all, awful. All that, oh, yeah. well, it's not bad when you're running out there. We'll work it all out. But when you're like 90, 90 doing train work, I reckon it's not a bad idea across the board everywhere. But it used to be yeah. 90 in the whole state, and they upped it from out here. They led it to 100, and then uh, yeah. only 90 south of uh, South Dakota. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and then um, also going through Port Augusta, um, I've been told, and I follow it, is that you have to go 40 k's an hour if you're a road train. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. 20, over the 20 under the limit or something, or 10 under yeah. the posted limit over, or something. Yeah. Over the bridge, you used to be able to go up to about where the causeway is there past the shell. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we used to slow down from there and go 40 from there all the way to the other side to the air highway terminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was about that was that was what we used to do. I mean, I never had any drama with that, but yeah. some blokes used there's, to just some blokes used to just barrel through there. I don't know. Yes. These little rules yes. just make our life so much interesting. Don't yeah, I had. Um, we've got another one where um, it, if you're coming southbound and then you have to disconnect because you can't take the whole combination across the road, um, and we have to sh- feel off across the road. So I had an incident the other day where I've been ho- hesitating. I didn't want to do it because I was nervous about unhooking in a public setting. Like I'm, I'm very confident unhooking, hooking up all the combinations in the privacy of our own yard. <laughs> and then yeah, I was like, yeah. just that little, like, that little nervousness of like, oh, are people going to judge me, watch me, everything. And then, of course, because I psyched myself up, I couldn't release the pin. I accidentally yeah. lifted the legs too much and then um, it wouldn't release and, oh, it was a bit of a nightmare. But that's that's another thing. We can't see it anywhere written, but it's like just a known thing that you can't cross um, back over because it's more than a 90-degree turn to come back, to go back southbound. Um, yep. So it's just like yeah. one of these things. Like it's really good to have mentors in this industry that can help mentor you with all those little things that you it wouldn't be general knowledge. Um, yeah. 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 You didn't want to do anything <laughs> wrong, and, and, look, and I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't unhook and rehook now much at all. And when I've got to yeah. do it, I feel bad about doing it. I actually try and balk at it. A couple yeah. of times yeah. I had to go to an auto lick and I go unhook. I've got a cart. They go, I'm loaded. They go. All right, <laughs> I'd rather try getting the trailer into the auto and back it out than unhook. No, unbelievable. Like unbelievable. <laughs> but I've definitely been. Yeah. I've been practicing. I have been practicing a lot with like reversing with a semi with a dolly on the back or like reversing all three just to get the practice in. Um, but there's definitely something about going to a, a yard full of potholes and multiple trucks all very close together and you're like, oh man. Like, what's the judgment going to be? Um, but luckily, I did ask for help, and the guy was super sweet and, yeah, mm-hmm. made me realise that I just – because the ground was uneven, I lifted it slightly mm-hmm. too much on one side of the turntable, and that was just yep. um, catching that pin. Um, yep. But there's all, you're always learning something, can't you? You think mm-hmm. you got it, and then nah, something else wants to get yeah. you. Well, yeah. If you're going to mm-hmm. mess up, you'll always do it in front of an audience. Johnny, you ever do it of perfect course. with no one watching? Yeah, and the yeah, worst well. thing in this guy – this guy goes to me and goes, oh, are you the chick from TikTok? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 like you, you shoot yourself in the foot sometimes, don't you? <laughs> but she'd have, to be in the, she'd have to be in the top three, though, wouldn't she? The top, yeah, top three. Top three. Yeah. Top three. I think top three. three. But, but it'd always be nice to know if you're in a yard with a few other people around trying to hook up that someone just walked over just to to have it to have put their eye on it for you because it's so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unhooking and hooking. You want to do it yourself. You want someone to help you, but you don't want anyone to help you. Yeah. You want to make sure yeah. you've done it yourself. Oh. It's just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know where I, like, I like the idea of someone like, backing you know, grease on the pin and that and backing up to the pin, raising it up, and then that's about it. I want to do the rest yourself. Mm. 
I, yeah, I don't know. I've got my, my footing in the table on agrees with I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to sit in the cab and let the book the airlines up and buddy wind the landing yeah, gear up. Yeah, you want someone to load it for you and unload it for you. Right. Oh, what do you actually want to do, <laughs> Do you want to drive the truck as well or you just want to sit in a nine-hour with your slippers on? It's an age thing, PJ. It's an age thing. <laughs> <laughs> smarter, not harder. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, don't, I, I actually, I'm at the point in my life now where if I could just drive the 90 or a 50 or anything with a nice big long bottom on it, right? <laughs> with an O in it. With, preferably, yeah. with an o, preferably with an O in it. Right. And, you know, and I could have the tunes going. And uh, driving down there, I'm in my happy place. I actually got into my happy place in the DAF and died the other day. I had the tunes going. In the DAF? In the DAF. I forgot I, was, oh. I, forgot I, I forgot I was in the DAF for a moment. So what you need oh. is a simulator, not, not a truck. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> Put it in your land room and his bike heading down the road. You can go whatever road you want. That's right. You know, you know there are people. This is a scary thing. Oh, no. There are, there are oh, no. people. What you're going to say? There are people <laughs> around the world driving simulators, getting paid as much to do that so they can be watched on YouTube as there are folks dropping. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I don't know how many have sent me my truck on a simulator, on American yeah. simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll made your truck. Check it out. Like, oh wow, you did. Like, yeah. My my young mate used to do it, and then his mates go, oh, "I'm driving in that truck, on the simulator, on truck simulator, or whatever." It is. <laughs> Bloody ridiculous! Oh, it's a, it's but a, in saying that, that that kind of technology would be really good if teenagers could practice, so they can get a bit of an understanding. Like I know nah, it's a joke, nah. but it's kind of it'd be good. Have you, have you ever driven a Eurex? No, I mean, go? like what I mean. No, no, I'm bad no, at any of any kind of computer games. They're terrible. Yeah. They're oh, really? Yeah, I had a go at one in New Zealand. I reckon I rolled that three times. Mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, like, the technology. Really... Uh, yeah. Well, there is, is there is a technology where, like, you know, you can put the virtual reality headset in and you look like you're in a truck and you can look around, mm. you can see blind spots and stuff like that. Mm. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's almost like the closest good. thing. Yeah, if we could get, like, you know, if you're doing your P-plates test and stuff, like, go through and do that kind of stuff so you can get an understanding of where to sit around a truck. Um, I so think you that, that a, kind of technology is good. So you reckon it might be a good idea if there was a trailer running around with sort of VR simulators and driving simulators yes. and stuff in it that you could set up yeah. at truck shows and supermarkets yeah. and yeah. wherever you felt yeah. like it and there was a crew of people that knew what they were talking about to sort of simulate you know, like, like, like old grey men with daffodine <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> it... I'm just no, getting into the specifics here. Not... Craig, 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 Craig. We're talking about this. Don't force the guests to turn on mic. Right, we're talking about this, right? It's not a double hour, right? Cruel. You put the guests oh, in all the crew when you just say yes, all right? And don't do it, mate. Don't do it, all right? Because <laughs> you're, you're getting older. <laughs> hey, I've got grey hair, so it makes it all right. Ah, you're getting older. So you reckon it might, you reckon it might be a good idea, CJ, to do that? Well, that's the vision that I see would be a good thing. Like you know, young kids they like having the, the like it's like a if you could give someone an experience and make it interesting, I think that it would actually make a difference. 
agree. From 100%. the conversations, yeah, from the conversations I'm, I'm having with a lot of people online, like this kind of stuff needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people are naive, but they want to learn as well. Yeah. And if you can yeah. make it like interesting and stuff, then we can make a difference because. Yeah, like I know that pe- people aren't necessarily like there are people that are just um, awful, but then there are people that just don't know. Mm. Yeah. The thirst yeah. for knowledge is knowledge is key. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I reckon it's awesome. You know, yeah. oh, you're you're making your debut as a writer in uh, in the Truck and Life magazine coming out next next yeah. uh, Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I hope people like what I have to say. Mm. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous, no, but hopefully what? it goes well. <laughs> we all are, I think. Well, I, had, yeah. I, had, I, had, I had a bit of yeah. a, I had a bit of a, bit of a like a, a nostalgia hit when I was looking at the photos. Oh, you yeah. Know, like uh, a particular trucking company from Shepparton. You sitting up oh. there in the passenger suit as a kid. Yes, yes. But when I was in that, I was five years old in that photo. And, yeah, um, really? Yeah, but that wasn't uh, already a re- retired. They just kept the colours of that company. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the year. Wouldn't have been that. Wouldn't have been the year, am I? I don't it was a good while ago. I know. Yeah. It was a good while yeah, ago. So that, I was, know that. that yeah. photo was taken, yeah, 1995. Right, yeah. Yeah, and yep. Dad, um, Dad. Dad pulled a truck into the actual parking bay the other day that he took that photo in to send it to me. Oh, okay. So that was right yeah, that was really sweet. He's like, "This is the park, like this is a spot on the highway. I took that photo of you." Um, yeah. Yeah. It'd be really cool if I don't know if anyone has any uh, has a truck like that still around. It'd be really cool to get a photo with that again if we could find one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Well, but that's about all I got. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you sort of operate the door, that's about it for me. Yeah. Mind the 95 model truck. Yeah. Yeah, we could recreate the door, but we don't want to do that. That's about it. Yeah, but not no, sure like could, a, yeah. We're not sure we could recreate the experience, though, are we? No, no, but yeah, it's pretty special that we've been, we've got that old photo. Um, mm. I reckon I, I remember my trips with my dad, um, and mm. but we never got a photo. It was just not yeah. something he did back then, um, of any it. of the trips that we did together. No, yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. I I got to say I enjoyed reading it. Anyone, I'm sure that the listeners and the uh, readers of the mag will enjoy it as well. It's a refreshing oh, look. So refreshing <laughs> look, and uh, you know we we did talk about you doing that regular column, and I'm I stand by that. So I'm hoping you're working oh, on your next piece, mate. I've, I'm um, always thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about oh, yeah. what I can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's like such an honour and a really beautiful opportunity to hopefully. I think I might try and share other people's stories as well. Um, young you people that I meet on the should. road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, yeah. and, and, and the people you get feedback off uh, from your social media stuff. I, yeah, it, it, it's great. Real stories, real people, real dust, real trucks. So today was actually a really sorry. Today was a really beautiful experience. I um, met someone who I've met through social media, um, yeah. and she is from South Australia as well, and she's a truck driver. Um, right. And it's funny because we've almost been pitted against each other, as because um, we've quite um, our content's very different from each other. Okay. But it was just so lovely to meet in real life and just be able to 
talk about our experience as female truck drivers um, because yep. obviously I don't speak on the gender thing too much. But when I get yep. to catch up with a girl, it's really quite refreshing just to ex- um, exchange experiences. And um, it was another example of the power, the positive power of uh, social media and uh, yeah. connecting because otherwise we would never, even though we're from the same city, we would never have met. Um, wow. So, yeah, it was really, really cool to just bounce ideas off of and um, talk because, yeah, although mm-hmm. our, our objective of um, what we're, uh, the content we're creating and the, the all of that is very different, um, there's definitely a place for both of us out there. And, well, what, yeah, it was, it was yeah. really cool. You better give me an intro then. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't give away all your secrets, Pete. Don't let him work for it. No, I'm hot, yeah. Make him work for his editor's money, you know? Like, he's paid me dollars now. Make him work for it. We've doubled his money since last week. No, she's, she's, I'll, I'll have her in my <laughs> article. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold the cards, hold the cards. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll be here on the bar first, and then we'll get it out. Yeah, yeah. But no, I've been, I've been, been meeting a few, and then next weekend for casino, I'm actually meeting up with uh, three other girls that drive, um, who we're all coming from different states, and um, we've all met through social media. So that's also another great experience, uh, opportunity to meet um, others, uh, and yeah, exchange experiences. So they're coming to casino, are they? Yeah, they are. Yep. So we had a group chat this morning about it, and yeah, they're we're all very up. excited. Shaping <laughs> up to be a massive show. It's gonna be. Yeah. 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 CJ, yeah. I actually printed out an envelope this afternoon with your name on it. Oh, to okay. Stick a magazine in to send to your place, but you may be. Oh, you may as well hold on to it. We may as well hold it here, eh? Yeah, hold on yeah. to it. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to. My auntie, who doesn't even like, you know, people who aren't even into trucks, are really excited to see what you guys have pulled together for this magazine. So I'm really excited to show everyone. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, oh, yeah. that's a, cool. That's a do a TikTok. You're gonna have to show me how to play the hashtag game too, because it's a bit hard. Oh, we we've tried. <laughs> hey? We've been through this. <laughs> I don't hashtag myself. No. Yeah, it's not TikTok's not about hashtags. Mike, just putting that one out there, yeah, yeah. I don't know Honestly. anything about it, dude. I'm hopeless. Oh, neither do I. I know. <laughs> I'm yeah. hopeless. Yeah, but you still tell us how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not TikTok. <laughs> not not I, I social don't even media. Know TikTok stuff. That's not small. social media. I wouldn't dare. Mm. I'm thinking you, boys. I'm thinking. Mm. CJ's got to go to work, all right? TikTok, she does. It's, it's past her bedtime. TikTok. Yeah. Blink 182 because it's on my special list. 
Oh, it's special, all right. Yeah. It's very, very right. special. We'll be right back, guys.
Tears because our baby's life has been revoked. The bond is broke, got so choke up and full. Kiss on the close up, Mr. Wheels, I can't reform. No God, like hope is broken. So don't sit back, kick back and watch the world get pushed back. Music in your neighborhood is under attack. Put away the crack before the crack puts you away. You need to be there when your baby's old enough to relax. So don't you make We're back, everybody. We Mike, are, are you there? I am here. You're good. We've got a special guest. We do. Right, eh? You and it, <laughs> you arranged it, so. Oh, well, look, I, I <laughs> at the last minute, due to popular demand, mm-hmm. we decided we'd see if we could get Mr. Steve Bloomfield on. He's the guy that has been drawing Diesel Dog for a long time. We couldn't have Truck and Life magazine about Diesel Dog. So we thought we'd get him on and uh, and uh, see if he can see if he can talk or if he actually barks. You barking or are you talking, Steve? No, I won't. Bark. I'll, I'll try and talk today, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so what might happen? <laughs> You'd have to be barking mad to draw a cartoon, wouldn't you? Well, oh, it's yeah, probably not. You probably you draw a lot upon life's experiences, and uh, I think you you find a lot. In the own silly things that you do, but uh, yeah, there's never, yeah. never any lack of material. Mm. <laughs> so when, when did you find this special knack for drawing cartoons? Oh, I think it was a lot of, a lot of practice, a lot of not paying attention at school. I think <laughs> um, I had an art teacher that, he, he, you know, it was one, it was a, an elective at school. They tried to teach you about sculpture and architecture and all that, and I was just drawing trucks. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that was more interesting. Much, much well, to his frustration. Yeah, well, I'd have to agree with that too. But, <laughs> so you, you used to stare out the window drawing cartoons yeah. and trucks. Same old story. Yeah, go away for family holidays and be looking at them all. It was, it was great. Uh, well, well, we've read some. It's all not read, but well, read and seen some of your stuff over the years and. You know, it, it's hilarious, and I think it's great that you've come back with us with Diesel Dog with, I, and Trucking I, Life because it's it's a part of Trucking Life that should always be there. So it's great to have yeah. you back. Yeah, Trucking truck Life was a yeah, thanks very much for that. Trucking Life was always a you know you when you're a young bloke you look forward to buying it and you get the poster and everything else and 
you know, I'd look at those first few that I bought back in oh, the early 1980s and you'd look at those cartoons and the bloke that started them off, Gary Clark, you know, he, he did wonderful stuff. I thought it was funny. Mm. And uh, the opportunity came up and I think it was 84 um, where they asked me if I wanted to do them and it was unreal. I loved it. Mm. Um, well, who was running yeah. the magazine then? Um, I think I used to deal with Helen Bowers. She was the... the she yeah, used to yeah. do a column called Her Side of the Load, and uh, she was my point of contact. But then yeah. in the later, I think I did it for 20 years, and Mark Gibson, he was the bloke that I dealt with for a lot of it, but there was Peter Armstrong, and oh, there's a few of them there. I'd try and get up to Brisbane where the, the editorial office was every year and have a bit of a yarn. It was great. Yeah. So they, go, they gave you a pretty pretty free hand about what they didn't tell you oh what a cartoon about this it was just whatever happened to come along or no it was uh it was they wanted four cartoons i think it was a, a, a episode an issue and I remember back then it was monthly and you had to come up with the the joke and the drawing and yep. for the first few you sort of you panic and you think oh what's my style going to be and i look at back at some of those early ones and cringe and think geez <laughs> I don't know how I used to draw like that, but you'd build your confidence. And, and the way I used to look at it was if, if I can draw a cartoon for a, a truck magazine and a bloke that's into fishing can read it, find it funny, well, you're on the right track. Mm. Yeah. Um, they never, they were never, uh, the editors did give you a free reign. And, you know, it's observational humour. So probably the things you made fun of back then, you probably might not today because people are a little bit sensitive. But, mm. Yeah, you just had to try and pick it, try and be a little bit political, try and be topical. Yeah, well, I think I, there was... I, well, I'm sorry. There was, there was only one occasion where they said, oh, we think all your truck drivers are wearing blue singlets with fat guts. Can you change them around a bit? But that that was how I'd, I'd draw them. And, uh, yep. you know, that, that was how it was. And I didn't Pretty change right. it. And it was good, yeah. I just look at well, myself. You, if you draw on one of us, buddy, if you draw on one of me and it's a fat, you know, it'll be a fat gut with a blue singlet, you'll be pretty right. Well, that's uh, cool. I call need that a high-vis um, singlet these days. Sorry? You call that a, a, a high-vis singlet these days. High, who wears a high-vis singlet? Well, the funny thing <clears> is <throat> you can look back at those those early earlier drawings and it, it's actually, it, it ties in with how the industry was. And yeah. you, know, you talk about high vis stuff, and that's how it is now. But back then, it was blue singlets, and the blokes were characters. You know, I did yeah. one there about moccasins because all the Mexican truck drivers would get out of the trucks wearing moccasins. And uh, <laughs> you can you can go back through the through the cartoons and see what the the topics were, and you know the, the changes yeah. in the industry since then. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a historian. Maybe you are an artist. <laughs> I, 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 last year, last year up at the Hall of Fame for the uh, celebration, you know, there's actually a whole row or rows and rows of your cartoons, the actual original plates. Did you know that? Yeah, I went, I went up there once upon a time and had a bit of look around. But was, years ago, I pulled up at a truck stop down in Victoria somewhere, and I went in to order a feed because I was hungry, and the whole wall had my cartoons stuck all over it. I said, yeah. Said the the bloke I was travelling with, I said, they're my drawings. He said, go and yeah. tell the Sheila behind the counter. I went up and I said, see all those cartoons? And she said, yeah. I said, I drew all them. And she said, what did you want to order? 
<laughs> it wasn't a slot. If you need a slot, that, that was me moment of fame. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's, I always used to get you know a bit of a bit of a thrill when you'd go into a news agent. Didn't matter if it was a Glenhagen Bone or bloody Adelaide, and you could pick pick the magazine up and have a look at your your own work there. Um, yeah, no, it was it was good. Mm. Um, yeah. Did you ever get the opportunity to see someone opening up and be reading it and have a laugh at what you'd done? Oh yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd see it a lot, and you'd see, yeah, yeah you, 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 there used to be back in the days where people used to put fancy paint jobs on trucks. You know, you'd, you'd see yeah. them running up down the Hume, and people would have a picture of diesel on the side. You'd, you'd oh, we'll, we'll go into my other occupation soon, I suppose. But you'd look at a bloke's logbook cover, and there'd be a, one of your drawings embossed in the leather. Yeah. yeah, and you know those those things were, you know, for for a young bloke that, you know, you're only starting out into into something that you had no experience with. It was really good. Yeah, I uh, I, I remember I always used to love seeing the Diesel Dog cartoon, and uh, it was just one of those things you couldn't you just it's un, unthinkable that it wouldn't be in the magazine. Yeah, I remember when we when I first got hold of you, uh, I was sitting in the car and my other half was sitting beside me. And uh, I get the hackles going up on the back of my neck now thinking about it. I, because I, I, I got you, I sent you the message and told you who I was and I'm not mucking around. You know, give me a call and you did. And I was sitting in the car and uh, <clears throat> we had that conversation. And I got off the phone and I had a little bit of a tear and I'm starting and this is, we've got diesel, we've got diesel, we've got diesel. She's <laughs> <laughs> done. What oh, the bloody was... hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, you're bringing a tear to me eye. Oh. Mate, I, I'll tell I you what. From... Back, back, in, back in those days, like Gary Clark come up with Diesel Dog and, and he drew it for a long time. And I think there's a couple other blokes did it in the meantime. And to me, it was the, um, you know, as, as far as truck cartoons go, it was the ultimate. If you, if you, if you could be that good, you'd, you'd yeah. made it to the top. And, Truck and Life rang me up and they said we want you to take on diesel. I've been doing truck tunes for years and yeah, and to do to do those ones, I get a bit of a hard act to follow because, like you say, diesel was a character. Yeah, and that's right. He he never changed. And when I sat in and uh, oh, you know, we we've had a lot of people over the years say, oh, when's diesel coming back? And there had to be the right um, medium for the, you know the right content where you could use it. Yeah, and yeah. you know we. Um, I liked it, and and even to sit down and and come up with one for the you know the first issue of the magazine, Diesel hasn't yeah. changed at all. He looks exactly the same as he did, you know, twenty five years ago. Mm. He's still fat and <laughs> cheeky, but you know, the <laughs> uh, the adventures are still still relevant and funny. I hope we'll let the readers no, no, decide. <laughs> well, I, oh. I, I I know when I opened it up and had a look at it, it made me laugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, oh, mate, you go through your pages, you look at some of this stuff, and it's it's hilarious. Like, you know, hey, Dad, what's a bisexual? <laughs> Someone that drives a Mac or a Kenworth. It, 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 <laughs> so, and you you have you have got to be careful, and you've got to draw a fine line. And I think I'd and and bear in mind that it's a spin on what he sees. So yep. we did one that was was called Seven Up. And I don't yeah. know if you've seen that one, but that was living on the edge. And yeah. the, oh, I don't know much about social media, but my lovely wife runs the 
runs the Facebook page and it had about 90,000 watch within half an hour. And there was one bloke that was highly offended. And I thought, oh, yep. what, 90,000 to one? Mm. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, you can't, I mean, there's censorship and observational humour. If you see humour in something, yeah, you're not vilifying anyone. You're not picking on one person. You're just saying it how you think mm. it is. It's, and, but it's uh, just humour. Some people, you've got to learn to take a joke. I mean, oh, yeah. once, once upon a time, we were we, we were able to take the piss out of each other and no one ever got offended. But I think that's changed a little bit. There was, a, yeah. there was, another, there was another bloke that did illustrations for the ferret column in, in Truck and Life years ago. I can't remember yeah. what his name was. Anyway, I'd been out with a mate and he was... He let me drive his superliner, which was another story in itself. Anyway, we mm. we come down a we come down to the end of an overtaking lane. I put my blinker on. And he said to me, "Don't you use your blinker when you change lanes?" I said, "I did." I put it on. He said, "No, you didn't." I said, "I did." Anyway, five k's up the road, there's smoke coming out of the try on the trailer, and I said, "There's bloke behind me flashing his headlights, and there's all smoke coming out of the trailer. What uh, what's going on?" He said, "You better pull over and have a look." Anyway, oh, he came no. back and he said, show me, show me where the blinker stalk is. And it was the trailer break. And I dragged the trailer from oh. my kilometre. But the, oh. the truck and life got hold of that story. And that bloke, mm-hmm. did, a, that bloke did an illustration of me doing that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to be the subject of, you know, the cartoon, I thought it was funny. <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's all right if you're not paying for the tyres. <laughs> they weren't locked up, but it uh, it could have been interesting. Oh, bloody hell! Yeah, mm. yeah but you're fine. You're fine. You know, you gotta you gotta look at a lot of that stuff, and you know, yeah. you can't you can draw on the, the things. I think I did a, a cartoon the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, might have been another one of the ones for the magazine in relation to a debit card being declined. Yeah. You know, that, that come from the experience of that day where for some reason you can't yeah. yeah, I thought I can make something out of that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of funny there's a lot of funny stuff though. I mean Oh yeah. It just it just depends on how you see it, I suppose. Yeah. And there still is, you know, we get tied up with our how important we think we are these days and you know, all the crap going around, but if you can't find humour in in yourself to start with you know, she's in a pretty miserable place. Mm. So your inspiration really just comes from the the funny day to day events that we all yeah, yeah. all go through. Yeah, and you like making fun of other people too. Right? Yeah, that can be fun too, eh, Mike? Yeah, it can be because it never happens here. No, and we don't <laughs> like to offend. No, but we we no. travel a lot, and you sort of see a lot of different things, and you know. There was a cartoon I did years ago about a sugarcane train, and that come after the trip to Queensland. And you know, if you can, and you get people little little give you feedback and say, "Hey, oh, you know, I, I did that once." And you look at some of those comments on Facebook. Yeah, people people pick it up. And different people relate to different things. Mm. You know, it's it's very very rare where you get someone that'll say, oh, "I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand that. All that's a load of crap." <laughs> yeah, that's um. It's, it's yeah, it works generally works out all right. Mm. Yeah, uh, it really is. It really is quite amazing. I often wonder. I mean, the 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 art of the cartoonist has changed. Once upon a time, you used to actually draw everything by hand. You do it all on a computer screen now, don't you? No, I do it all by hand. I've got to sit down at a 
at a desk and uh, I've got a box of tent pens. You go and buy at Office Works. There's nothing flash. Yeah, and um, that's how I do it. And I think a lot of the a lot of the appeal in what I do is is because it is hand drawn. And okay, you know, we well to be honest, we've met very few cartoons. They look like you you find them growing on trees. And <laughs> anyone that I have spoken to said, oh, you know, they all do it on a tablet or they do it digitally. Yeah, yeah. if I do it. And we do a lot of caricatures and things like that. And occasionally you'll get someone that um, will say, oh, can you draw this or can you, can you draw that? And you'll draw it and they'll say, oh, can you just change this particular feature, make my ears smaller and my hair greyer? <laughs> and because you do it all freehand or, you know, all, all by pen and ink, you've actually got to redo the drawing again. You can't just yeah. erase it on the, on the computer. So, you try and get it right the first time, and, and I suppose the more more guys you have it doing it, the I find the less effective it is. But you get some you get some interesting ones. I think years ago I had a, a woman come and see me, and she said, "Oh, she said, can you? My mum's seventieth birthday's coming up. Can you do a caricature of her?" I said, "Oh yeah, I'll let go with that." And back in those days, I wasn't doing a lot of caricature stuff because I wasn't confident in it. Yeah, but I knew enough that. You know, if you if you had to draw someone, you'd you'd usually accentuate some type of physical feature of the person. Yeah. So, well, if you can get me a, a clear photo of the the lady, I'll draw a picture of her. Anyway, they give yep. me a photo of this seal, and she was fat as a bus, buck tooth, cross eyed, <laughs> bald patches, <laughs> ears like an elephant. I thought, what am I going to do? So I had to <laughs> had to surgically enhance her and make her better. And mm. I gave it to the daughter, and she was over the moon. But apparently, the lady was offended, and it yep. scared me off. Um, I didn't get caricatures for a long time, but but now it's um, you know, they get what they get. That's how I see it, and that's, mm. that's what they get. And, and people love them. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of the stuff that you've done that you appear, that appears on Facebook, and it's really quite incredible. Uh, some of the stuff I've seen. Uh, there was one I saw there the other day of a of a fellow with a bottom up on a, I think it was a HR Holden or some bloody thing. Oh, um, that, yeah, that's for an R.E. Williams magazine one. Yeah, that made a wild moment of amusement there. And, you know, I, I keep I keep uh, tabs on what you do on, on social media and you're always, all the time putting up different cartoons and things. Yeah, um, Anna, Anna does that. I'll draw them. She does the technical stuff. But yeah, the the other enjoyable part of that is is you get people's stories. And yep. people will get in contact and they say, look, my dad drove log trucks, trucks for years in the Gippsland and, you know, he retired six years ago and he used to drive this and we want to do him a, 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 a drawing of what, what it, of him and his truck, favourite truck. Yeah. And it's keeping a little bit of history alive, I suppose. You know, the, these people love it. And yep. you know, we get photos back of blokes holding their drawing and, and uh, you know, if you can if you can keep people happy, that's that's the other part of it. Yeah, I like yeah. to do it. Mm. So uh, we well, we're going to talk about what you used to do for a job. Now, I mean, uh, we can tell everyone now that you've actually got a license and you're out there uh, flying your trade on the highways these days yourself. I I gave it a go for a while. <laughs> what I was doing wasn't wasn't quite what I expected it to be. So that's sort of in limbo at the moment. But yeah, I just Is retired that? from from thirty four years in the in the police force as a 
highway patrol sergeant, and um, yep. that uh, that really got me some cartoon material, and, and people oh, sure. <laughs> people couldn't put two and two together. And the uh, <laughs> the era that I started doing my policing career and the places that I was at, you know, the, the truck drivers were characters, and you'd you'd yep. pull them up, and it was a it was a different it was a different game. You know, the, the trucks were colourful and bright and the sp- speeds were high and, and unfortunately the, the crashes were a little bit more spectacular. <laughs> but, you know, I read things about the Pilliger Princess. I locked her up. Yeah. And, you know, I hear people say, oh, she had ghostly green eyes and all this. No, she didn't. She, she put a <laughs> spell on me when I locked her up. And I think, I think the spell was <laughs> I'm going to get fat and old because it came true. But... <laughs> Yeah, um, the uh, it, it, if if you yeah you know, you got to have a sense of humour and we'd try and build a rapport with the with the drivers and you know Blake said to me once he said you're out here driving up and down every day and they're out here driving up and down every day so there's no need to be you know there's no need to be nasty and that always worked well you know it's yeah. um, we met people and there's you know, I was looking on a, a Facebook site the other day and there was one particular well-known big silvery grey Kenworth that you saw up and down and um, they just finished the moratorium on radar detectors. You know, we yeah. had a detector detector and it went off as this particular truck comes through the pillager. I pulled him up. I said, mate, you got a detector in there? And he said, thank God you pulled me up. He said, I've been looking for a police car to surrender this to for, for a week now, and lucky <laughs> I found you. And yeah, so I couldn't bring myself to to write the pillar up because I thought it was a good story. But, you know, those type of, another, another time I pulled up a, a higher, a higher van thing, like a Tarago, whatever the hell it was, and the detector detector went off and, we weren't allowed to search the vehicles unless you had permission off the, the driver. And now this bloke and his wife got out and he said, no, nah, I have not got a radar detector. I saw all the machines says you had, no. Nah. He said, you can look through my car. You can do whatever you like. I haven't got one. All right. And I said, uh, started looking through the car and we got to the suitcase. And I said, is this your suitcase? Yes, it is. Started looking through it. His wife's standing there with her arms crossed and lips powdered and looking cranky. Anyway, I got to her suitcase and unzipped it. She said, for God's sake, Brian, just give him the bloody thing and pull it out of her handbag. Yeah. And I always used to think, I wonder how that conversation went for the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those type of things. But yeah, it was a, they were different days. It was it was good. It was, a, it was a huge fine for having a radar detector back then. I suppose it still is now. You, you, yes. Yeah. I think it was $1,500 $1, and nine points or something. Yeah, I think it was. So. It was, uh, you know, blokes got very creative on how they'd hide them. We had them wired into stick on Garfields on the, remember them? They used to hang on the windscreen. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Uh, bloke had one wrapped in a pair of dirty undies on his dash, so we weren't keen to go rummaging through looking for that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The creativity was great. It was. Well, um, I mean, there was a whole range of things we used to do. We used to get the wires crossed on the bull bar. Yeah, the radar-proof paint. Remember that one? That's right, radar-proof paint. And some clown said that if you got a couple of CDs and put it beside your number plate. Mm. <laughs> oh, we saw, we saw lots of things like 
leaves that were celastic to the number plate. Right, <laughs> dead, yeah. dead, dead glass that had just just happened to hit the number plate. Yeah, um, no, they're terrible when that happens. Mm. Oh, and stuck there, yeah. Yeah, well, but, but they were. I mean, there's there's where you get your there's where you get your humour from, and you know, I, I, those experiences were just were just great. You know, I don't, yeah. don't remember dressing up as a yowie, and, uh, <laughs> and you, you you'd, you'd put this yowie mask on and a black tracksuit because you'd be out in the middle of the night and you know the offsider sitting in the car with the two way turned up and you'd wait till these headlights were coming, but the yowie mask's eye holes didn't quite. <laughs> match up with where your eyes were. <laughs> so you'd, you'd go and stand in the middle of the Newell Highway, crouched over oh. a dead kangaroo, and the truck would come over the hill and you'd be going, let me know when the truck's coming. <laughs> and he'd be going, oh, you're right for a while. Anyway, as the headlights got brighter, you'd sort of lift yourself up and look into the headlights and lumber off the road and wait to hear what they said on the two-way and no one ever said anything. <laughs> and you might say, this is good, till one day you're going to hear... Bang! <laughs> but they were, uh, they were they were games that you'd play, and you know it's uh, it was all it's all fun. So the bloody dangerous game that was. Oh yeah, but we were we were professional operators in those days. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, that's really hilarious. Yeah, it's but it, you know, and I think on the. If you made yourself um, approachable, like I, I'm a little bit partial to a, a truck stop feed, and I think my wife and I had our had our first romantic dinner at the uh, Shell at Tom Ingley table for two with the with a candle. <laughs> awesome and, stuff. Uh, so when 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 I was working, you know, if ever you got the opportunity to have a feed, you'd pull up at Gill or Drillery or wherever you were working, and yeah. you'd always have a bloke and come up and say, G'day, mate. He said, can I ask you a question? So, well, you just yeah. have. But you can, yeah. And he'd say, oh, me, me cousin's nephew's uncle's wife's yeah. brother's son got knocked yeah. off at Roma the other day for such and such. So, how does that work? And you, and I'd always say, look, mate, just give me 10 minutes, I'll finish me dinner and then come out to the car and I'll show you how that works and then you'd understand. And you'd always end up with half a dozen blokes out there. Um, and if you, if you took that time... Uh, to explain how the how the equipment we had worked or how we operated, it took away that little bit of fear of the unknown. Mm. Yep, and you know, I think it that type of thing went a long way to to keeping that relationship balanced. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a it's a truck trucking's an industry that is very you know it's enforced at many different levels, but. You got to remember that you're dealing with people too. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not you're not the first highway patrol copper I've ever met that sort of feels a bit that way. We we had a fellow, Greg Casey, which we've been talking about the research study that yeah. he's now doing for his PhD. He sort of feels about the same way. And the old mate Simon, who uh, is uh, working at a particular place down in uh, the Yume Highway at the moment, he's just he won't be long before he's retired himself. And, Yep. You know, he sort of feels about it the same way. It sort of seems as though, you know, you're all of an age and of a group. You know, like that—that that was the way you think about things. Well, and, I think. Uh, I think if you if you if you if you believe in what you do, um, yeah. and you and you 
and you genuinely want to make a change, it's a yeah. lot of it's about education, not just enforcement. Yeah. And I know that um, I, was, I was stationed at Deniliquin there for a while, and you know the chain of responsibility legislation was was causing a lot of uh, confusion. There was a lot of misunderstanding about it. So I put together a, a um, I want to do a forum where we, you know, we could get blokes together. We could get the players in the game, the NHVR and RMS and everyone else, and and just sort of clarify a few things that people weren't sure of. And we, we I spoke to the the uh, RMS that we're going to fund it, and they said, oh, how many people do you think you're going to get? I said, oh, a few, and they said 30. And we ended up with 335. Yeah. And it was a, a really positive day because it, it people didn't have that opportunity to ask the questions that they wanted to ask normally. Yeah. And in that context, they did. And it was very, very successful. Um, but you, you know, that was enjoyable. It's always different when you can encounter, you, you can encounter police in a situation that it's not necessarily going to cost you 150 bucks or 600 <laughs> bucks, you know. And, and, that's, uh, that's, we still had an Olympic games we had to pay for, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right, and no, it, was, uh, I mean, it was good. I, I've always enjoyed the uh, the fruits of your uh, fruits of your observations. I've always found you know reasonably funny to the point where I spotted a cartoon that you'd done the other day. I had to send you a text because I, I want to put that in the magazine. Is that okay? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was no, elephant. No, don't talk about it now, mate. No, no one's seen it yet. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> We did. But, uh, I did one a couple of years ago where I drew uh, Mary and Joseph. So this was a Christmas cartoon. They had Joseph leading the donkey away with with Mary sitting on the back, and uh, they were walking away from a rest area full of caravans. And he yeah. said, there's, "There's no room, love." And and you know that that was a so that was even though you were, you know you had to tie that in on several different levels. You had the seasonal thing plus yeah. the you know the 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 controversial problem of rest areas being taken up with caravanners. Yeah. And if you can tie those things in together and still make it funny, you know, that's, well, I think that's pretty, pretty cool. I like doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it's always been, been pretty funny. So w where are you drawing your inspiration now? You're not catching us poor buggers on the highway anymore. We're not giving you a laugh. And so what um, are you? I think there was one in there somewhere along the line of it. Reversing trucks, and uh, mm -hmm. that came from for personal experience. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I uh, actually one of the things that I that I found interesting was um, when I was last doing the truck and life stuff. The trucks were completely different. Yeah, and right. I sat down now and thought, oh, I've got to try and keep this relevant. And I thought I don't like drawing Volvo Globetrotters, <laughs> and uh, I certainly don't want to draw a a daff and um <laughs> so I was, I thought, hmm, just got slide it, the mate. knife just slide the knife right in go on yeah yeah so <laughs> I, uh, I sort of had to well yesterday there's a there's a bloke where we live that's um he's very passionate about Kenworth there's actually several blokes around here that, that they live for them yeah. anyway this bloke I went and saw he's got about 60 of them and he can tell you the history of every component yeah, where it was built and where it came from. It's all beautiful, seventies and eighties stuff. He's got grey ghosts and and uh, 
Comet and quick as air stuff. And yeah. and for me, we wandered around there for three hours, myself and my young bloke. And, and you know, that all those little triggers and things and, you know, you'd see some colour schemes you hadn't seen for years. Mm. And that you commit all that to memory. And when you're drawing cartoons, you can either be very abstract or you can be... Mm you know it, true to what it is and i like the detail side of things so you can add a little little bit people think geez oh you know, where'd you pick up on that and he had a this bloke had a, a cab over kenworth with the with the party hat thing on it that was the same as the the intercenter harness trucks yeah yep, yep. funny looking yep. roof on them mm. so I yep. and all that stuff you could look back at it and say that's all yeah i remember that so somewhere mm. along the line, that'll come into your drawing. Mm. And, um, you know, and, and with it come stories. And you look at those trucks and you think, if they could talk, bloody hell, they'd, they'd tell you some things. You know, mm. you had one there, a bloke had one there that used to do um, Adelaide to Darwin or something. And you look at it sitting there now and think, what, you know, what things? Imagine, imagine the stories that could tell. Yeah. So, you know, you look at all that and, and you, and, you know, you start to associate with the blokes that are, are passionate with that, and that's where the stories come out. You know, it's the the transport industry and the I think the the culture behind it all is still very, very strong. And mm. uh, you know, those networks are, are good, and you can be in it at any level. You know, for a lot of these blokes to to talk to a bloke that was the enemy for a long time. Mm. Um, you know, it was like that, those cartoons. Remember the sheepdog used to, to check in or clock in with the with the wolf and say, morning, Stan, morning, Ralph. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. it was like yeah. that. Yeah. The coppers, yeah. you know, you'd, uh, it, it, was, it was good. But, you know, there's been lots of change. I remember going to the drive-in with mum and dad and his sisters to see Convoy. Yep. And uh, the, the back row was full of prime moves. And when the raunchy scene came on in the sleeper box, there's air horns blowing and mum's saying, turn your heads, kids. And then there was Smokey and the Bandit and truck drags and BJ and the Bear and all that type of stuff. It was, yep. and that was that was then. And then it sort of all went quiet. Mm-hmm. And I think there's still a lot of a lot of fun there if you if you you know, if you find the right people. Well, just the feedback that we've got since we've decided to bring the magazine back, mate. You, yeah, you, oh, yeah. The amount of emails we've got, the amount of phone calls we've had, you know, contact on social media, you've just only got to look at what's what's happened and, and the, the number of people that we've had subscribed to the magazine. The appetite is certainly there for it. And uh, I tell you, say they like a final photo of me. Does it? <laughs> Was it me holding a pen in a strategic way? <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. That's right. And, and we took that straight off your only fans page. Oh, I think there, <laughs> there aren't any fans on, on, on that page. <laughs> oh, it's a bit of a bit of a running gag at the moment. The only fans page. Oh, I'm starting to yeah. wonder where it's an income stream. It is. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be for me. No, oh, you'd nah. be surprised. You'd I think the, the concept from, of the, from what I've seen, <laughs> bringing the bringing the magazine back. I think you can find anything on on the internet, but sometimes you like that tangible thing in your hand. Yeah, you, know, you can you can you can pick a magazine up. And you can have a look at it, and you know you have a look at you, you sit in the 
All right, hey, well, it'll be about at this point in time that you might have realised that there's something just a little bit off with the recording. This is the bit where we had a little bit of a technical challenge. Uh, I'll explain that when we come back in shortly. But uh, sorry about the break. We lost about, I don't know, 10 minutes of the show or so here because uh, I failed to uh, do my job that they're not paying me to do. So uh, sorry about that. What can I say? We're recording live and shit happens. All right. On with the show. We're back, everybody. Mike's hopefully fixed up his uh, little issue. I've I've sorted out the issue. I... uh... I failed to plug the power into the laptop. Oh, no, that's a pretty tough one to get hold of sometimes, <laughs> eh? Like... <laughs> the battery went flat. Mm, yeah. You've got to pay your power bill. <laughs> well, what it, what it was... I think you've got solar of... on there too, haven't you? I do, yeah. It's not working real well at the moment, though, because it's dark. Mm. Um, but, no, I, uh, I, I basically, I, uh, I thought I'd plug the power in, but I'd actually plugged my phone in um, oh, as opposed to plugging the laptop in and it just went and died and it was before that it was just before that really great uh cow manure joke that, that oh did, did you miss before. that did you not record Missed that it. no i didn't get it no oh, you know what they what? say you can't fix something <laughs> i took my i took my blue healer up to tower the other day and she spent the day rolling in cow turds and now she's a green healer <laughs> there you she, go. She looks like a Dr. Zeus character. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> the, 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 the Grinch. Um, <laughs> there you go. We, we've got it. We've got it there now. It's recorded. So, bleh, luck, there you luck, go. You're probably going to have to pay extra for that, though, you know. Probably yep. will, too. Just twice. Twice he's had to say that. Who's, who? Uh, that's right. They say that you can't change history. Well, you, you we can. You've just, just got to rewrite your logbook. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that, <laughs> that's what? not that's not the right issue. For, sorry, I just had a straight <laughs> shot of American honey. Then I was really Did choked. You? Um, <laughs> sorry, man. It's <laughs> just how it goes. Yeah. We, you do realise that we sit around drinking uh, alcoholic beverages while we're doing this show, and we get. We get to be pretty loose units by the end of it. You know, have you worked that out, have you, today? That's all right. It keeps it keeps it casual and happy. Mm. Well, Speak for yourself, it's Mike. It's you that gets a bit loose sometimes. I, I have to be a bit of a loose unit towards the end sometimes. <laughs> it, uh, it, um, it's Saturday night, mate. It was supposed to be a little bit casual and a little bit... We, don't, we try not to get too serious, although Craig does try and wind me up from time to time. He goes for a bit of a hot button... Mm. Subject and you know before you know what's going on, I've got the soapbox out that just gets ugly from there. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do that because we've got a cartoonist and um, that's right. That's all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm absorbing all sorts of things. Yeah. So uh, do you yeah. do you go in any other um, things here, Steve? With like outlets, like you're a cartoonist, but do you like stand up or do you have any anyone in that area that? sort of uh, influences you or inspires you? Oh, not really. My wife said I'm a clown, but I, yeah. I don't think that was a term of endearment. But I I think uh, you look at, um, you certainly look at other people's work and, and uh, so, you know, see things you, you might find funny. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think Australian humour is a, is a, 
pretty unique thing. Um, yep. But what we what we've noticed in the last couple of years is we we get and I keep saying we because oh, Anna runs the technical side of things, but mm. there's a lot of overseas interest now, and um, yep. you know a, a lot of the Australian trucking humour. You think I wonder if they'd understand that. Um, yeah. But it, apparently they do, and um, you know that's always satisfying. Mm, yeah. See that, but yeah, there's funny stuff around. You know, sometimes you'll see something and just think it's funny. It might be so offbeat and stupid, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see how funny. other people interpret yeah. things. Yeah, sometimes it's just funny. So you spend a day or two at the Collie Hotel. Yeah, well, that was a. I, I, uh, I was very, very nervous about that one, but the uh, the publican up there got in touch with me and he said. You want to come up here and draw some cartoons? He said, I'll follow your page on Facebook. And I said, yeah, right, eh? So up we went and uh, got there at about 11 o'clock in the morning. And we did nine big, like, full-size drawings. And they were just, like, random things, but they were relevant to, to you know, farming or truck driving. Mm. I think he does a, a Kingswood Ute muster every year. We drew those things, and, and I think he told me that they'd, they sold 105 lunches that day. Wow. And for a mm. town with a population of 30, it's mm. not a not a bad roll-up. And we had blokes coming up towards the end of the night saying, oh, can you draw a John Deere 4870 <laughs> cotton picker? I said, God, what do they look like? Mm. But one of the things I learned a long time ago was never say you can't do something. Yeah. And... Uh, so you'd say, yeah, right, eh? I've just got to go to the toilet. You'd go in there and quickly bring one up on your phone. <laughs> and say, right, I know what that looks like. And you'd go and you'd, you'd whip it up. And they were over the moon. Mm. And, mm. Uh, and I learned things. You know, I, I, I learned from that. And, um, yeah, so that was a really good that was a really good night. It was a good atmosphere um, and it was fun. And, and you, you're part of that community. Again, people, people never met a cartoon, so I don't know how you work. We had crowd of kids hanging around to see for a long time and you know the, the number of people say oh, I wish I could draw so well you can just get a pen out and draw it doesn't you don't have to prove anything to yourself your own style is your own style and mm. throw away your rubber and throw away your ruler and just draw how you think it looks and we had there was one young bloke and he didn't say anything He's, his mum said oh do you mind if Jimmy or Johnny or whatever his name is draws a picture for you I said no worry and he, he stuck the tongue out the corner of his mouth and he sat there seriously and he drew this truck and I talked to him about it and she said you know he never he'll never he'll never talk about it and he said he loved it he loved the interaction he loved drawing it and you know perhaps if you inspire a kid to do something or even adults I've well, mm. got a mate here he said I've always wanted to draw a truck I'll give him drawing mm. lessons I don't know what I'm doing but he enjoyed it too so mm. yeah but there's yeah, some yeah. stuff there, uh, like you, you know, drawing a four-wheel drive tractor and a few bits and pieces behind it. You know, so there's I, I knew a bloke who used to build models. Yep. And, mm. he, and he used to build these models of, of tractors that, you know, you take a picture of them and blow it up, looks like a real thing. But, but what what you show in in your drawings is is more of a reality of life. More so mm. than just a model or or whatever, and and people's you know views or perceptions of how things are. You, know, you, you do, and you can 
Yeah, you, you'll get people that say, oh, can you draw a picture of my, my GT Falcon? And mm. you'll sit down and and they want they want it done properly. And you can do that. And that's that's the type of drawing that they want. But, you know, how often do you see a, a cartoon of a steamroller or a, yeah. or a, or a bobcat? Mm. And if you can put your spin on it, there's flames coming out the exhaust or or whatever, and, and people love it. And that's, you know, they don't, they don't see that. Um, and a lot of it's smoke and mirrors, or you might draw the tractor and you've got no idea what a 5,000 foot air seater looks like. So you just draw big clouds of dust in strategic locations and hope it looks right. And, and it and, looks right. And, and yeah. it, 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 it looks all right. So, um, and I think, yeah, that was a, that was a really good weekend, that one up at Colli. It was mm. good. Mm. Um, you know, it's, and you, and a lot of, a lot of drawings like, uh, oh, I don't know if anonymous is the word, but you're sitting here at a desk drawing your picture here and you, you'll send it through to your client or scan it and mail it off or whatever you do. And they don't get to meet you. They don't get to see you. They don't know what you look like. Um, and to, to put a name to a face and, and be approachable and, and have a yarn, it's good. Yeah. It's good fun. No, well, it's been great because uh, one of the things I I thought of when we bought this magazine back was about Diesel Dog. Yep, and it's been great to have it here. Yeah, and I know we're we're all very excited, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. And and you know when we spoke originally and and uh, or you spoke with Mike, and then we talked about just just a snippet to go back. And and show everyone that Diesel Dog's actually coming back. I'll tell uh, you a funny story about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like what we threw that up on social media, and it was oh, I think within twenty four hours had like ten thousand yeah. likes. Well, when when I got the when I got the message to see if I could whip something up, I was actually I'd left Wagga three days before because I said. The, Said to my wife, when I retire, I'm going to ride my motorbike to Cairns and back. And I'd gotten to Cairns. I was in Cairns for an hour. And then I'd started my trip back. So I pulled up at a motel in Innisfail and had to rummage around, find a bit of paper in the in the little <laughs> fold of a junior room and dug a pen out. And that was it. Mm. So I didn't, didn't have any equipment or anything. But uh, oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good to see that feedback. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, unbelievable. We were... I just, yeah, I couldn't believe so many people were. We're watching that, but it, um... yeah, and that's that's the that's what truck and life was always in its first iterations or in the in the first three quarters of its life. It was a family magazine, and there was something for everyone. There was there was uh, model pages, music, and you know the the her side of the load thing and ferret. The ones I liked were the stories about blokes. It was like outback truckers, but in the nineteen eighties, where it was in in print rather than on TV and you'd read stories about what blokes drove and where they'd go and, and we all had the posters hanging on our walls mm-hmm. and and the cartoons were part of that and yep. I think Truck and Life in the early 2000s I suppose sold out to um, an overseas publishing company it lost its way um, which was which was sad mm. yeah and, well we're yeah. Uh, we're well, that's what we decided to do to bring it back to what it was and stories about you know, real people with the, you know, the real trucks and all that sort of thing. And, and uh, that's probably been one of the things that 
we've had the most feedback about. You know, we want it to be uh, not the the corporate clickbait and, and all that sort of thing. So yeah. you know, while I'm while I'm certainly while I'm the editor of the Rebirth magazine, it'll be you know real trucks and stories and people and pictures and cartoons and you know there's going to have to be some advertising in there because we've got to pay for it somehow. But you know at, at the same time. There's a difference between what it became and what it was, and yeah, uh, yeah. we we all know that to be true. It's, yeah, uh, a lot of, but even some of the ads were interesting. Yeah, you look at yeah. uh, look at some of those old Mercedes ads. You think mm. oh, they're a bit raunchy in their day, <laughs> but, but um, it was all, oh, it was yeah. all part of, it was all part of the magazine, and and you know you could. I don't know. Let, let's put it this way, mate. We won't be running the National Mutual Insurance ad in the magazine. Which one? Um, is the, it? the way it was in the, in the mid eighties, late eighties. I, I've got a, I've got a few magazines here, and we were just flipping through, and I, and I, uh, I, I saw it, and I thought, dear Lord, you could get crucified for that ad now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I flicked, uh, I took a picture of it, and I flicked it to a, to a mate of mine. Who has an interest in magazines as well? And he says, "How about we run this?" And he, he just sent me back, you know, the the teary laughter emoji. And he said, "How long do you want to be the editor?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. short term career. But remember, Truck and Life they had that distribution Ute thing that was a like a Dodge Ute with a big sleeper on it. They had mm, Truck and that's Life right. written all over it. You'd see yep. that and go, "Oh, that's that's pretty cool." Yeah, and and even like with the cartoons, every Every month, I'd, I'd draw them and I'd have to roll them up, put them in a tube, and get into the post office and send them up to Brisbane. And I yeah. remember one day, this bloody tea chest thing turned up at home, and it, it had about nine thousand cartoons in it. And they said, "Look, we've already published all these, and we got nowhere to store them, so you can have them all back." <laughs> and, and I, I couldn't do anything with them, so we chucked them out. And oh no! There was, there was there was probably fifteen years worth of you know original. Cartoons, cartoons, but oh. we, were, we moved all, all the time, so we couldn't cart this around. And and now that uh, things have changed, and we scan and email, and you know, we've been able to go back and, and and get some of the older stuff and collect it where we can. But that was how the publishing pub, publishing industry was in those days. Yeah, um, you know, it was all hard copy stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then when they was sick of it, they just throw it away. And they just yep. chucked it out, yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of, a lot of, you know, imagine all the political cartoons for the newspapers and things, there'd be piles of them everywhere. Yeah. They would, have, they would have gotten rid of a lot of them. Mm. Yep. It's quite funny. I, I saw a post on Facebook the other day from Paul Zanetti. Yep. And and uh, he was saying how, you know, what his career progression was and, and, and the way he'd gone through and did things and how there were basically what he called, I think, the rivers of gold in the print media back in the day and everyone had a cartoonist and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah. you know, clearly, clearly for him, circumstances have changed. And I think he retired from cartooning about three years ago now, somewhere about there. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, of the last, one of the last things he would have ever done would have been a, a caricature that he did for us for the water run. Yep. Uh, for uh, for the people that helped us with that, and and um, we gave it to them as a gift, and it was it was um, it was quite it's quite sad when you think about it because 
if you if you look at the the way the cartoonists like yourself and, and Zanetti and uh, uh, Leek and and now Johannes and all that sort of stuff, they you shine a you shine a light on a particular aspect of of what we do, and 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 life in general, and probably gives you a different avenue of way to think about things and, and what they did. I think it's a loss. I think we've lost I, something. I, I think it is, and you, you go back to even regional newspapers used to have their own cartoonists. Yeah. And I was read something the other day. I spoke to someone the other day, and there's there's no Australian content in any newspapers anymore. They buy it all from overseas. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, the, the cartooning industry's very much in decline. Yeah, um, you know, from my point of view, I've I've got as much work as I can I can get. You know, there's there's yeah. a lot of stuff, but it's sad to see that you know, like a, a lot of the media, everything's overseas owned now, and they don't value the Australian stuff. Yeah, um, you know, you get interesting jobs. I had the the. the uh, tertiary education facility they wanted me to do 83 cartoons about sewerage and wastewater management and they all had to be oh. funny cartoons about <laughs> turds and toilets oh <laughs> dear oh dear and you know again well there's nothing you nothing you don't do but you had to find humor in those in type that. of things mm. um mm. and toilet yeah, humor they call it yeah, but being was... being told where to find humour is a lot harder than just finding humour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and the worst thing, the worst thing you find is if someone comes up and says, "Look, I've had this great idea for a cartoon. There's three frogs in a fishing boat, and one of them's wearing a hat that says I like ice cream, but there's mm-hmm. a shark coming up behind him with a tennis racket. And you think, oh, I've lost this already. <laughs> so, yeah, and and they think it's the funniest thing. Funniest thing they've ever heard. You don't know what they're talking about. So, if I've got to come up with, like, let's say, someone says, "Right, I want you to do a cartoon about golf." Yeah. I'll say to her, "Tell me something about golf," and she'll say, "A ball going into a tree." Right. Leave it at that, and then I'll work off that. Hmm. Because if you get too specific, you you lose track of it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and there's the, the, with a the, there's different type of cartoons. A caricature is different to a caption cartoon. Um. Which is different to an illustration. The Aaron Williams stuff is an illustration of a story that someone else has done. Yeah. And you just got to put a funny spin on that, but the humor is usually in the story. Uh, the caption one, the hardest bit's coming up with the joke, the draw, draw yep. part's easy. And the, yep. the caricature, you're just playing off, you know, some feature of the person or their truck or, or whatever. Yep. And it's, it's you, you can usually work it out. And, and sometimes you'll have a, a flow where you'll sit down and draw three or four in a hit and you you know just it's perfect but there's other times you'll sit there and go you know what i can't think of anything and you just have to get up walk away and go and mow the lawn or do something else and then hope something comes to you and uh and get back in and do it again hmm. it, uh, it 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 comes back to, to i suppose as you said what you find humoring yep. i i mean i know for me when i'm trying to write about something I sometimes just can't. You just sit there and you just look at the screen and you just can't do anything, and, and you just you've got to just get up and walk away. And the and the longer you sit there and try and make it come, the worse it gets. Yeah, and, and that's uh, right. The, the the harder you think about it, <laughs> the more. And and I think 
if you come up with an idea that you think is going to work, sit down and draw mm. it. Because the yep. more you try and pare it down and, and censor it and change it, you, you lose that impact. If it's funny enough to put the paper and then do it. Yeah. Um, I, I do a calendar every year. So it's, it's, there's got to be 12 fresh captioned cartoons every, you know, it's about every September, I think, to put it together. Yeah. And round about this time of year, I start carrying a notebook with me and, and, and things come to mind in the strangest places. And if you've got a pen and a pad, Andy, you can go, oh, yeah, shoelaces. Well, something to do with shoelaces. And you just put a couple of notes down. And uh, that might be a that might be the January cartoon. And yeah, you you yeah you you usually work it all out. Uh, we don't have too many problems coming up with something, but you'll find out the future if you get a blank envelope in the mail or an email with no attachments. You know, I've had a, a mind blank. <laughs> <laughs> hey Steve, what happened to this cartoon? Oh, it's there, mate. I seen it. Oh, it must yeah. have attached. <laughs> it must have been an extra ten minutes. <laughs> well, I'd reckon these days there'd be more um, more content than ever. Yeah, well, it, with all the political correctness and whatever we have going on these days. Remember the remember those Larry Pickering nude nude politician cartoons? <laughs> yeah, imagine how, yeah. Imagine how he got yeah. away with them. Maybe we should just do it again now. Start another, a new publication. <laughs> no. I don't want to be part of that. <laughs> sure. Maybe just yeah. name it like you probably don't want to buy this. Yep. Yeah. We could we could yeah. put a trigger we could put a trigger warning on the front. We could just call it <laughs> we could just call it trigger warning. Mm. That could be the name that could be the name of it. Yeah. yeah. Please, please don't be offended. Yeah. Are yeah. oh, you always going to offend someone? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can yeah. you can offend someone just by walking down the street these days. It's not very hard, is it? Not at yeah. all. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a minefield. Yeah. But yeah. it might turn around again soon, though. No, I don't think so. Might be a new blood sport. I'll, I'll, I'll Who do can I offend make, today? I'll do my best to make fun of everyone and see how we go. Yeah. I think so. I, I am I indemnified by the magazine publishers if yeah. I offend anyone? Um, 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 hang on. Let me just. We'll just. We'll just check with our oh, legal about that. Ch- check with legal. Hey, legal said it was all right. Yeah, there has to, se- yeah. to be several levels of, of careful editorial scrutiny, I suppose, before it goes to print. Mm. <laughs> that sounded confident. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's one level. There's one level really. If I show it to my missus and she said, "Yeah, that's funny," or "No, you're not printing that." How do you was valuable senses? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I'll show a picture to Anna and I'll look at yeah. her split second reaction. If there's any confusion, yeah. distaste, then it gets screwed up and thrown away. And I'll go back That's to the right. drawing board. That's right. Back to the drawing board. Mm, yeah. Exactly. I'd, 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 love to, I'd love to meet Anna one day. She sounds like she's got a bit of a sense of humour. Oh, she's got a sense of humour. Yeah, very, very much so. She, so. she must have some big you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna's Anna's actually uh, she's deaf, like like completely deaf. And uh, all right. And she said, "You only married me so I didn't complain about your country music." I said, no, <laughs> not at all. She said, "Is it as bad as people say it is?" I said, "No, it's beautiful." <laughs> and her friends say, "Don't believe him." 
Yeah, so uh, no, she's a she's a very handy uh, offsider with these yeah. enterprises. I got to tell you, the first time we traded emails, I got a little bit confused. <laughs> I didn't know what that. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yes, yeah, no. no, she, uh, yeah, she. I actually rang you. I actually rang you up to ask if you'd been hacked. Remember? Yeah, yeah, no, she's very, she's very, very good, and um, yeah. and she's got a good understanding of the technical side of things as well. So, mm. and, and what we have to good. remember here too, it's not very hard to confuse Mike. So, hey, hey, dear idea, dear idea. Wow. We've got, to, we've got to be happy on a on a Saturday night and make, make a bit of fun, you know. No, no, I'm have, happy. Have a few cracks. You would. Have I'm happy. I drove to Dubbo and back today and, and I stopped at the uh, the shell at West Wylong to have a, a feed and I went into the to relieve myself in the toilets and there's a vending machine in there. It reminded me of many years ago when one of my children had to go to the toilet on a trip in there and he came back and we got the car and off we went. He said, Dad, what are chalk rings? I said, what? He said, the machine in the toilet that sells chalk rings. I said, whatever you do, boy, don't buy one and certainly don't eat it. And the same machine's still there today. Yeah. And they probably sell the same thing over the counter inside. <laughs> but disguise it as a donor. He thought yeah. it was a, a sweet confectionery treat. <laughs> of course, <laughs> outstanding. It's like who yeah. puts vending machines in toilets, eh? Yeah, well. Oh. And I think it is it. the same machine too. Probably is. Mm, it's been there for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got all my family listening to this podcast tonight, so I better not say anything too embarrassing. Mm. Have you? So is that why the listener numbers have spiked? Yeah, and friend, I've got. I've found that I've got some friends too. Yeah, that's we've got good. like seven tonight, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes like because we have people listening just outside the studio door too. So that's like nine or ten. Wow. Is it, wow. Is it wow. like the Today Show where you got one of those big windows and all the people walking past can mm. look in? Oh yeah. no, we don't want that. We don't want that. Yeah, they've got. A, I've got them outside the window, but no one's looking mm. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um. We just hear that, yeah, people do burnouts out the front. That's all. Yeah. I had a big yeah. explosion before. I didn't know what the hell it was. I was haven't it? heard it again. So. Was no, that near well, your place or over the over the radio? No, somewhere, somewhere around here. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know about it. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> it comes a time when you just don't want to know, isn't he? No, that's right. Mm. Um, oh, sadly, you can't always just go to bed and forget about it, particularly yeah, no. when it's something on fire outside your window. <laughs> you, you probably should go and have a look just, just in case. It's like when the fire alarm goes off, you know. You can't just always press the button and think, oh, what did that, what's that do going on there? It could yeah. be a fire. Oh, you can. Hmm. Ours went off the other morning at like three o'clock. Yeah, you the said fire, yeah. the fire alarm. Yeah, but it was yeah. just letting us know that the battery was flat. Oh, good on it. Well done. Even That's though it's, even though it's wired into the house. Right. I had to let you know at three o'clock. Surely they've got a setting that says let them know at seven AM that the battery's flat, not three AM. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I used to like it when when I was driving an unmarked car and you'd pull up behind a, another marked police car and a set of traffic lights and you'd turn the sirens on and everyone would look at the marked one. I think they're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good to see you guys had some fun games, you know. Oh yeah, in, yeah, we did. What you were doing. Mate, so, uh, we, we had a chat with Greg and we asked him about the Super Trooper movie. Oh, yeah, yep. And uh, if you played games, and he reckoned that all come to a stop when the body cam started to happen. Yeah. <laughs> when it first came out, I remember we used to work with a bloke called Gunter. If you're listening, Gunter, you'll remember this story anyway. Um, so he'd get out of the car and you had to take the microphone with you. And yep. you'd walk up and he'd say, good morning, driver. My name is whatever it is. I'm letting you know the conversation's been recorded. So the bloke in the car would pick the other microphone up and go, the policeman walks towards the motorist. <laughs> and he'd say, how fast do you think you were going today? He tries to get a confession out of the motorist. And so he's yeah. doing this commentary in the background. Yeah. But, uh, we, got a, we got a bloke for speed one day and my mate said, good one, dickhead, you spilt the lollies. I said, I'll have to get more of them. He said, how fast was this idiot? <laughs> anyway, there's this conversation going, and we forgot it was being recorded. And the bloke took it to court. He wanted us to play the video. <laughs> he said to the prosecutor, um, the proof is really... offensive there, but there's a bit of narrative that might be a tad unprofessional. <laughs> anyway, that, that was fortunately that was irrelevant. But um, yeah, we, <laughs> we had some fun. Is it okay to be a tad unprofessional? <laughs> Like, yeah. there's a difference between being a tad and, like, grossly unprofessional. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, well, like I said, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. You, you know, I think, well, I remember when we'd you'd pull a truck up out the highway somewhere and your mate would get out and go and speak to the driver, so you'd pull the handbrake on, put it into reverse and slowly ease the handbrake off and back the highway car 100 metres down the road, pull the handbrake <laughs> back on, put it back in the park. And <laughs> he'd have to walk all that way back. <laughs> but, yeah, the, oh. the, um, and we'd we'd have to drive trucks from time to time in the in the course of our job. Yeah, and we had one one particular day where a bloke had, had tested positive for, for eating too many hamburgers or something. Yeah, and we had to yeah. shift his truck from the site. To a parking bay just out the road, yeah. And uh, they had a truck loss, and I said, "Can you come and shift his truck?" I said, "Yeah, right. I've always wanted to drive one of these new Aerodynes." And my mate said, "No, no, it's my turn. It's my turn." So right, I'm coming for a ride in it. So he jumped in the driver's seat, and I jumped in the passenger seat, yeah. and off we went. Anyway, as soon as we got in the truck, his ex-wife rang up and started a domestic on the phone. Awesome. And blowing with it on the phone, and we pull into this parking bay, and there's a couple of drivers in there having a smoke and a, and a chat. And we pull in, he's jumped out cursing and swearing on the phone. We both wear police uniforms, and I thought, what the hell's going on here? This Kenworth just pulled in two coppers driving, and one's having a domestic on the phone. And that was that was quite funny. Yep. Uh, yeah. Where you'd find humour in that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You find humour in it all. It's, um, yeah. It was uh, it was good. Anyway, there you are. 
I, I reckon yeah. there'll be some fun times in that. Oh, yeah, the, fun, fun times. The uh, so what's your, what, what's your world record? We've got to ask every highway patrol or former highway patrol officer on here. What, what's what's your world record, mate? The fastest you've ever seen a truck go. One forty-seven. One forty. Yeah. Now back back when I got that, it was. Uh, it was a different time. It was not uncommon at all to get a 125 or a 130. Was that and, off a hill or on the flat? Yeah, it was off a hill. And we'd, we'd actually go out uh, at midnight and we were only looking for stuff that was doing over 125. And so you wow. 10, of, 10 of them go to get what we were looking for. Anyway, this particular, it leads me into another story, but anyway. So yeah. we had this thing called a, a slant radar, which is a big cumbersome piece of equipment that would sit on a tripod and the operator would sit on a milk crate. Yeah. And you'd set your you'd set your speed threshold and anything over that had set it off. Yeah. You know, the bloke I was working with got all excited, you hear these trucks roaring and two LTLs went past nose to tail and they were both doing hundred and thirty something. Anyway, the um the uh he said, go, he said, go and get the car and chase those. And I said, there's one going past them. An old 3070 international <laughs> with, a, with a trailer load of compressed scrap paper that was overtaking them both. Wow. And 147. And I had to run 300 yards and get the car and hunt him down and pull him up. And uh, I said, mate, 147. He said, yeah, I was running off a hill. I said, bloody hell, you were. But, you know, it... In in those days, it was nothing, nothing extraordinary. Yeah. Um, now, if you get a truck doing doing 115, it's it's you know big time stuff. You just don't, you don't oh, see yeah. the big speed. Yeah. And I think I've, I've got a B double at 142 about six years ago. Yeah, um, that's going pretty quick there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was pretty quick and. Yeah, things, my things my are... biggest concern here is that you're in the possession of a milk crate. That's right. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. It's not yours. We used to, we used to leave the milk crate in the bush, and we just ah. No wonder we but could one... never keep on top of these milk crates. There's one. There's a wonder. What you what you found in the wild? Well, the high patrol was stealing them. Apparently, probably from West well, Wyalong Shell. That's oh, right. Well, this one night we were out there, and we had the we had the chase car up a side track, and the uh, the boss was on the milk crate, and um, myself and my offsider were sitting in the car just over the yard. Anyway, we hear this god awful howling noise. I said, "What the hell was that?" And he said, "I don't know." And I hear this crackling of the the, the walkie talkie thing, and the boss said, "You blokes hear that?" I said, "Yeah, what was it?" He said, "I don't know." I said, it was probably a yowie. He said, "Don't be joking about that." Anyway, so we went back to talking and. Again, there's this horrible howling noise, and the radio come to life. He said, "Get up here!" He said, "There's there's something up here in the bush." And I said, "Mate, hey, drive me up." He said, "I'm not driving up there." He said, "We're not going to give our location away." I said, "He said you walk up there." I said, "I'm not walking up there. There's a yowie up there." Anyway, <laughs> so I had, to, I had to walk up a couple hundred metres at the new highway at midnight, and there's the boss standing with his little torch shining into the bush. He said, "Can you hear that?" And there's his clunking, grunting, howling noise. I said, must be a cow. He said, girls don't sound like that. He said, it sounds like 
koalas mating. I said, well, what are they, 900 kilogram koalas? Because is big. He said, pack this shit up and get out of here. And he never went back to that location, so I don't know what it was. But, uh, yeah. There's plenty of plenty of wild stories about that. I wouldn't I wouldn't park out in the bunny pillager. I tried to sleep out there one night and I swear to God, I just couldn't couldn't even get to sleep. Logbook was saying no, but the body just said go. Mm. I, I'm not stopping. It sounds it was, like most of these stories are from bloody highway patrol officers <laughs> dressing up as yowies and whatever. We used to call it stationary radar, not sleeping. <laughs> uh, when the when the safety kits first come out, they were they were run off the configuration of the clearance lights, so the camera could work it in with the truck. And yeah. we were sitting off one at oh, I don't think it must have been Tom Ingley one night. And he mate said, try an experiment. So he grabbed two torches and there's no trucks coming. So he ran down the centre line with one up over his head and one sticking out the sock and it set the little red light off. And he said, hmm. I said, I wonder what the RMS is gonna think of that when they get the photo of you running through the camera with torches out. So, yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to experiment to see what worked and what didn't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm giving away all the trade secrets. Oh. Oh, no, I, just, I, just, I just picture it in my head. You know, someone does. <laughs> You'll never look at a police car again in the same way. <laughs> but there's the camera going off and you can just imagine the operator going, oh, look at this kid. Call it called Craig, I'm screwed. I can't oh, I just, I, I'm just trying to work this out so they go off on clearance lights. They, they did, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I've seen some trucks out there now that I don't know how any camera would detect what it is because they've got so many down the side of them. It's not funny. Well, they're different now because I think the infrared cameras so it didn't matter. But that's why yeah. folks turn their clearance lights off or their headlights and they yeah. go through with nothing. Yeah. And run, yeah. run into the arm car and tip the truck. We well, used to have switches in them to turn your clearance lights off. Yeah, that's right. I think, yeah. think Freightliners actually come out standard with it. That's yeah, right. But it was always electrical fault. Second-hand trucks, and you know, you talk about what whatever was fitted to in radar detector detectors and radar detectors, and God knows what else wires, and and you you'd be trying to fit something else to it. And you think, what's this wiring for? This doesn't make any yeah. sense. And <laughs> there'd be there'd be wires under seats and in uh, toolboxes. And... Yeah. Oh, I bought a uh, C one twenty Freightliner with a big. Big sleeper on it would tow the thirty other thirty two pallet set behind it. Yep. And I was driving it I was driving I'd only owned it for a couple of days. And I was I was driving it from Melbourne to Adelaide. And the uh it was a cold, like cold, foggy night, the mirrors started to frost up. <clears throat> and I uh I flipped the mirror heater switch on. Mm, and yep. I turned the mirror the mirrors the mirror heaters on. Of course the mirror heaters didn't come on. And I've got the, got the heater switch, but I noticed my speedo dropped back to 80 and all of a sudden I had full noise. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a, a bit of trickery going on there. There was a defect I never got fixed, mm. that one. Yeah. But it was, it, was, it was a reproducible defect. Every time we did it, it produced the same defect. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
You blokes didn't get up to shenanigans like that, did you? No, never. No, I, I found it. Sure I, I, I found it like it, officer. I swear. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do now is pull over in a pillager and get a bloody yowie suit yeah. on. A yowie yeah. suit on. I found the yowie yeah. suit the other day, actually. <laughs> and, uh, my uh, my daughter's a highway patrol officer, and I said, "Do you want the yowie suit?" She said, "No." <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> I was disgusted. I, I can just imagine the conversations that you two have had over tea. That would be yes. That, yes. That would be wild. I think there's a lot of comments about dinosaurs and disconnected and <laughs> has beans. <laughs> but you had uh, some fun doing it. Oh, I sat at I sat at the bottom of Jigyong Hill, and a truck come roaring down. I took off after it. And I grabbed our mate and went to get my ticket book and it was gone. I thought, where's my ticket book? Anyway, I had to let old mate go. And I mm. went back to the pub where I'd been sitting and the bloke said, oh, we picked something up that you've lost. But we wrote a few out in the meantime. <laughs> and I left it on the table. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, thanks, fellas. Uh, obviously, in the days where you uh, come down the big hill then into Jukyong. Oh yeah, yeah. You roar down through there. Yep. Yeah. We used to used to roar along. Used to roar along there too. I remember. I remember it very well. You came over the bridge and round the left hand along the straight, round the little right hand past the mobile on the right hand side, straight down the main street, the pub on the right hand side at the bottom of the hill, and up the three laner on the other side. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And we we used to get fairly motivated going through the main street at Jugyong occasionally. Well, I used to get cranky because I'd get in the car and I'd leave Gundagoy and get straight onto the highway and do this air double and I was being like, oh, damn it, I'm not going to get in there. So I come up with this idea and I rummaged through my toolbox home, found some orange clearance lights. So I thought, oh. yep. So I went to work and I wired these three orange clearance lights to the top of the roof bar and run them <laughs> through a bleed into the cigarette lighter. Anyway, the next morning, slip out at four o'clock and bang, got a 133 straight away. Yeah. Right, and old mate up, and he goes, Why's your car full of smoke? And I said, Yeah, right. And I kept writing. He goes, I'm not joking. I turned around, the car's full of smoke, and there's clearance lights at all, somehow short circuited. <laughs> I melted off the roof bar. So I got, a, I got a ticket out of it, but there was a bit of collateral damage. <laughs> oh, well. Explain that one to the boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you let, they don't work very well when you let the smoke out. All right. No, but the three clearance no. light that 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 bike confused for two seconds. Mm. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> we uh, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you another little suit. We used to, I wired a, a red and a blue clearance light behind the grill at the line once, <laughs> and <laughs> turn it on with the triple five timer ships with the switch and it's making flash ultimately. <laughs> old, you know, old mate flash and you, you just rock up behind someone, duck out in the mirrors. Flip the speech and it's flash red and blue. They're fucking mirrors. Oh. <laughs> I nearly hit a bloke up. I did, I did it one night and I nearly hit a bloke up the ass. <laughs> Saw the lights. True story. Uh, yeah. you're, you're a uh, rebel, Michael. I'm, hey? You're a rebel. Oh, we're, no. We're we're always, just, we always thought there must have been a, we thought there must have been a stack of logbooks at the 
at the Caltex at Bell Reynolds because every second bloke that pulled up said, oh, no, I must have left it at the Caltex. Left it at Bell Reynolds, yeah. That's, that's right. right. There must be a stack 300 logbooks high there of blokes that have accidentally left them there. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, were, they were good. I know some blokes need to throw them a little bit harder when they go over Hexham Bridge. I've seen half a dozen on the side of the road. They need to just throw them a little bit harder. There was one in the middle of the roundabout here near, near the, the BP truck stop in town the other day. Yeah. I saw it when I was driving through and over the rest of the day it got slowly squashed and mushed and chewed up yeah. at the end of that. So yeah. I found a, right. found a tachograph in the middle of the road one day. Someone had torn it out of it. Remember them? Tachographs? Yeah. Tachograph card. Yeah. Tore, it, tore it out and threw it on the road. Well, this was the old machine, not just the not just the car. <laughs> Oh, okay. Lying, lying in the middle of the highway. So someone was a little bit relieved about something. Clearly upset with that piece of equipment. Yeah, he didn't like it. No. A lot of blokes didn't like it. I had a fella come in the yard one day and he grabbed his logbook, walked over to a an open um, container of sump oil. Yep. Dropped his logbook in. in. Picked it up, put it in a plastic yeah. bag. Yep. And he said, I'll just take that up to the uh, well, back then, the RTA and get a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear me. Anyway. Yeah, no, but those were the know? days as an employer, you just didn't really care either. So, yeah. All right, oh, off you go. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, remember the period where everybody used to, used to write in their logbook, um, I am hereby exercising my constitutional right not to have to account for the hours of my day. Yep. You pull back something and go, mate, what's this all about? Oh, we got this solicitor in Brisbane. He said we don't have to account for our hours. I said, did he tell you what happens if you don't fill it in? Right? Did he get a ticket? <laughs> oh, he said we don't have to pay it. I said, did he tell you what happens if you don't pay it? Huh? Oh, it turns into a warrant. And in those days, <laughs> you had a warrant. You get pulled up the side of the road. It was the money or the body. Mm. Yeah, and yep. we could actually they they trust the coppers enough to give us these things called warrant cash receipt books, so we could take cash on the side of the road, cash or a check, or yep. they'd have to come back with us. And uh, yeah, that that bit of advice didn't last that long. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the old you know. Go on, sorry. We had a lot of frantic phone calls from drivers ringing the boss saying, "Boss, can you put some money in the account?" <laughs> Yeah, I've got it. Otherwise, it's all the road. Yeah, all these blokes who come in on a Friday night and say, I think mean, you'd cut it out for 100 bucks a day. Yeah, I've got to go in for a couple of days, cut me warrants out. And, you know, that was that was what they do. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that anymore. They just take it out of your bank account. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all changed. Oh, it yeah. does. Yeah. I had one the other day. Well, I wouldn't say the other day. A little while ago, it was at a, a 66 in a 60 zone, so I thought oh, I'd better just mm, say I, I don't think that's very fair. So mm. I wrote, wrote off and went tried to go down that path. And before I get a um, judgment on the decision, I get a, get a letter saying, you better pay or we're going to take your licence off you. Yep. Uh, mm. so, that's, uh, that's an interesting thing. So the old E and O E argument. You've, you've, have you ever seen that written on a logbook? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, errors and omissions accepted. Yeah, November last year. A bloke yeah. said, "I'm not." He said, "I'm not." He said, "I'm not signing it." 
He said, mm. as soon as I sign it, I'm, I'm uh, endorsing the fact that I might have made a mistake. I said, well, you have, mm. why not sign it? And, and uh, he became quite argumentative. And, and you know, you, you try and be as accommodating as you, as you can. Um, mm. But it's, you know, whether you agree with it or not, that's the system we had to work under. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 just, it was just banging your head against a brick wall. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I said to you before, if you if you looked at a book and there was a, a, a genuine mistake where a bloke had spelt something wrong or he you know, he hadn't he he made a mistake in what he'd written and it was a genuine clerical error, you could say, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you've done. Make sure you don't do it again. Um and you wouldn't automatically go for the pen and the book and start writing away. But yeah. um, you know, that type of stuff was you know, you're poking the bear a bit. I write things like that in there. Yeah, well, like you said before, if you if you knew someone was taking the piss and trying to get some sort of an advantage, that's one thing. But yeah. someone making a mistake entirely something else, and I've always sort of thought that way myself. You know, you, as long as you weren't taking the mickey and as long as you were respectable, uh, respectable, you, I've never had any drama. Never. That's ah, exactly right. And it's, um, mm-hmm. You have to, not you to some... remember what you what your job was and you were there to, to keep people safe on the road and, yeah. and how, how you did that. You know, d- discretion was your most powerful powerful tool you had. You had to be able to read the situation and apply the appropriate course of action. Mm. Right. Well, we, we're coming up to the end of the show, mm. 10 yeah, o'clock. We've sort, of, we've sort of managed to get through. We need to be a little bit funny. Have you got a joke for us before we go, Steve? Can I put the, put the pressure on you? Oh, let me think. Yeah, actually, um, I was in, when I was in Dubbo, I, I took the kids to the, the, zoo, the zoo up there to have a bit of a look around. Yeah. And we came out and they looked miserable because the only um, animal that was on display was a dog. The kids said it was a shit zoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a dad joke at 10 o'clock. Mm. Not, not, no, not no, 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 well done. Well done. I mean, I... You've responded well under pressure. We really appreciate it. And look, thank, thanks for coming on and, and, and talking rubbish with us on the radio for a while. We do appreciate that. And thanks again for your contribution to the to the magazine. I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. No and, worries. Uh, Watch this space and we'll see what we can come up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we, so how many did you use to draw a month for the la- uh, an issue for the last one? Four. Uh, yeah, from, from the start to... I think for for nearly twenty years I did four a month, and then I did yep. Diesel Dogs as well for the last couple of years. And, um, we did four four books of just truck turns, yeah. Um, plus every now and then you do different different ones that they throw into the mix as well. Yeah. So I've only got I've only got. Hang on, let me think. No, I've got four in this one, haven't I? If you count the other one that you did for the kids section. Might I'm making. Four. I'm just making sure I'm not getting ripped off. That's all. <laughs> it might be five. <laughs> is it five? Is it five? Hey, Mike, shush, you're right. I think it was ticket. Just four. Shush. Four, <laughs> four plus that. No, four EO plus and EO is nose here. Just shh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Steve. We really appreciate it, mate. We really, really do. Yeah. And uh, no worries. Well, th- thank you for this contribution and for the next. However many. 
God knows how many. Hopefully no a lot. No worries. A lot. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope it keeps going well. Yeah. So you're actually uh, sort of semi-retired now? Um, well, I'm trying on a few different things. So I'm a, Anna won't let me buy a W model. And uh, she said I, I could buy one, but I have to live in it. So I've probably <laughs> sort of gone off that idea a bit. Right, and that's only you living in it, not both of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking at my driving abilities, I should, yeah, it might not be the right, <laughs> right career to turn my, uh, to feed myself by. Mm. Plus, my, yeah. my colleagues colleagues are taking bets to see who can write me out first, so I'm looking in the mirror all the time now. <laughs> yeah. Led by, yeah. Led by yeah. my daughter. Mm. So, yeah. um, I could just imagine you'd have a target on your back. Getting... Well, she used to have a target on her when she was on her piece, and now it's yep. the other way around. So, um, <laughs> and, and, and uh, two, of, two of my sons work for Royans as bloody one's a spray painter and one's a Fredis panel beater. They said, Oh, we can fix whatever you crash, Dad. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, they got a lot of faith in me, but I've got plenty yeah. of blue singlets. They're all hanging up the wardrobe if the call ever comes. <laughs> Head up this way, we might be able to find a position for you. Yeah, you never know. You ne- never know. Yeah, All right, know. no worries. Good right, to talk. Mate. Thanks, Thanks mate, mate, for coming on. All right. Take care. Right, All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Mr. Steve Bloomfield, the artist that draws Diesel Dog, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what he does down the track. Mm. Yeah. There so that's go. been another Saturday night, Mike. We're another Saturday night. Mm. About time to put the news on. Mm. Go to bed. Or to go for a little drive tomorrow. So do I. Like you, you're off to Victoria. Oh, yeah, no, I, I won't actually go over the border. I'll cut across to Mulwala from uh, from Holbrook. That's what right. I'll do. Yeah. Get out there. It'll be quite good. It's got a little trip to Breezy tomorrow, then back down to Newell there. Yeah? yeah. What, what are you going to be driving tomorrow? A big truck, mate. Big truck. I don't know what a what a what a Volvo or something. No, proper one. One hundred four B. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, looking forward to it, actually. Oh. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be? That's right. It's a step yeah. up from the one hundred four to a B. Yep. Yeah. To a B. So yeah, then, in... go for a little adventure tomorrow. I'll fun. be bouncing around in the daffodine. Yeah, well, 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 we won't cross paths because we are nowhere near one another. But... That's right. Yeah. But on Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, we'll cross paths mm. and we'll we unbox. Got we'll a... unbox some magazines. Yeah, we'll fit you into the studio here. Up to got a um, got one door on the cupboard that's got a mirror in it, so I'll take that out so you don't have to look at yourself. <laughs> I'm so so kind, aren't I? No, no, you're very considerate. I I appreciate it. A lot of people say that. You're such a considerate man. That's right. Some say considerate young man, which I'll take that too. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to say considerate. I I knew you wouldn't. No, I won't say that. No, no. Anyway, we'll flick to the news. uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening in tonight. And, Get you uh, a Wednesday. We'll talk to you Wednesday and hopefully Yogi gets here. Yep. If not, we'll talk to him as he's on his way coming up the highway. We'll, we'll start without him. Yeah. We've, right. done it, we've done it before. Right. <laughs> right. right.
Friday. We'll talk to you soon, eh? See you, mate. Righto. Thanks, everybody.